is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up anything just by dialing the toll-free numbers, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. As we launch here into the first hour of the program, of course, the eve of the election or I guess that's not right. Eve is the night before. This is it, man. This is the election evening. <clears throat> if and you're, if you're going to vote, you likely already have. Some unless you're on the West Coast. Uh some people are I guess really excited about this uh because a new tyrant will be chosen for the United States of America. By the end of the night tonight, we should know who that new tyrant is. Uh, not necessarily by the end of the show, but by the end of the night. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys even care to, to talk about it, but it is Free Talk Live, so you're welcome to dial in and talk about whatever you want. Uh, did you hold your nose and vote for somebody today? I didn't have to hold my nose. I voted. I could vote for George Phillies uh, here in New Hampshire. George Phillies was one of the Libertarian presidential candidates who did not, unfortunately, get the Libertarian presidential nomination. Uh, he wouldn't have been. He would not have been my pick. I would have chosen uh, Dr. Mary Ruart, the author of the excellent book healing our world but, but george is pretty good libertarian george decided to keep at it and he managed to get himself on two state ballots Wasn't i'm not 100 sure um as whether or not he he actually showed up on the massachusetts ballot or not he was at the very least on the new hampshire ballot uh and so bob Barr, their official candidate who in no way is a libertarian uh was also on the ballot and was an easy choice between uh phillies and Barr. i mean i was debating between writing in nobody and voting for George Phillies, but I figured I'd, I'd throw the vote for Phillies because he's certainly the most libertarian. He likes he's pretty it. darn good libertarian. I mean, compared makes, to you know, Barr. you know, he put he put some time and energy into this election campaign. He bought it, ads on our show. I mean, he, that was really the, the clincher for me. It, right. <laughs> you know, he he likes he wants those votes, and so you, it's it's hard to turn them away. Unfortunately, I I made a uh, bargain with my wife in order to not be stepping on each other's votes. So I um, that that included not voting for president and. I didn't. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, 1-800-259-9231. There's a lot that went on in the state here today uh, in New Hampshire. And, of course, uh, if you're listening to this program, you know that we moved here as part of the Free State Project, a bunch of liberty activists all moving into New Hampshire in order to get active uh, and achieve more liberty in our lifetime. And so inevitably on a day like this, uh, people were out doing things. But that's not what I wanted to talk about here tonight because we have a uh, guest on the line who uh, well, he just happened to call at the top of the show. But as far as I'm concerned, we'll uh, make him a guest. He should be a guest. I dub the guest. Uh, his name is Cooper. And uh, Cooper, I just I, I was with you yesterday out here in Keene uh, during the flag burn. Uh, and now today found out that you got arrested and you weren't even out and about doing campaigning. You were at home at the time. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been an interesting day. I just. Woke up, minded my own business, and um, well, I, I probably give some backstory. I live in Candia, New Hampshire, which is a uh, a fairly rural area. It's about 20, uh, 30 miles outside of Manchester, mm-hmm. and uh, we have a lot, lots of horses. We have uh, well, a significant number, and um, we got a call or a police visit about three months ago from the Raymond Police, which is the next town over, about our horses. And they said, all right, well, you need to have a... You need to have a three-sided shelter with a roof for these horses by November 1st. And um, today, I I was uh, at my house, and I heard a knock on the door. I didn't know who it was. So mm. went over. Dogs were going crazy. I opened the door, looked outside, and there's a uh, a guy in a red shirt standing there. And uh, I say, hello. Hey, I need to uh, I need to see your, your shelters downstairs. They're down for your horses. And, okay, who are you? You 
can't just, you know, barge into my house or knock on my door and demand something of me. I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I told him to get off my property. You can't search anything. So he got in his truck, and he drove um, to uh, right, uh, still on my property, like on a road, and on a cell phone. So I got my camera out, and I, I went up to him, and I told him, uh, like, uh, who are you? You know, I, I had a video recorded, and I asked him who he was. He told me he was from the SPCA, which is the uh, Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Now, that's a and, charity, uh, he, isn't it? It's a what? I, I thought that was a charity organization. It, it is not a government organization, but apparently they have the full power of the law behind them. Hmm. Huh. Um, so uh, I, I asked him who he was, and then he tried to explain to me, and I said, thank you, and walked off. Um, and then uh, Beth, who uh, is a caretaker of the horses, uh, I gave her the camera, and she went and talked to the guy, and uh, and uh, he said that he had called the cops, and uh, that they were on their way so that they could uh, get this mess all straightened out. It's like, oh well, if you just let us on our property and look on your property and look to, to look for it, uh, this can all be over today. Well, yeah. wait a minute, weren't they? Are, I'm sorry. Point of information: weren't they already on your property? He knocked on your front door. Yes, he was, and then I told him to leave, and so they were on the road. I see. So he uh, actually right, backed right off. He actually property. he backed off when you told him to leave. That's that's a good thing, I yeah. guess. Well, basically, what I told him is that I don't own the property. I just live here. My dad mm-hmm. owns the property, and I can't give you consent. I can't give you permission to search my property without my dad present. So would and, that? I mean, so, would his, would his search have included like just poking around the outside, or did he want to come into your house? Uh. It, if I would have just let him do it, it would have been just around the outside. But now that they are getting a search warrant and we have thoroughly pissed them off, they uh, they might extend it. I don't know. Well, I, I would uh, think that they would have a difficult time searching for three-sided structures that house horses inside of your house. Yeah. I mean, they, they, yeah. I, I would search, think. Right, that's true. I mean, the search warrant does have to specify what it is they're looking for. And if that thing that they're looking for couldn't possibly be in certain places, they, they can't look there. So, you know, they can't open the kitchen cabinet and find the bong or something like that. Uh, right. So, so you were uh, basically telling this guy that, and I've seen the video footage, and it is uh, it is online. I don't know what the easiest way to get people to it is at this point, though. There's a thread over on the nhfree.com forums. Uh, but I just watched the video footage, and so it seems like basically this guy was saying, "You either let me on, or I'm calling the cops." You wouldn't let him on. He called the cops. The cop comes out. And then at that point, you're still videotaping the entire thing. You uh, inform the cop that you're videotaping. He says, okay. And I'd like to point out, and you actually acknowledged this at the end of your video, just because the cop said okay doesn't mean that he's given you permission in that you can continue recording even if he says, no, that's not okay. So if you because are... Because it's his property. Well, especially because it's your property. I mean, this is so crazy. They arrested you. On your own property for videotaping somebody when you'd pointed out that you were videotaping That's, him. You know, uh, There's nothing surreptitious going on. This is what you get for being a teenager. Yeah. You and your nasty right. little mouth. <laughs> he didn't say anything yeah. nasty. I yeah. saw the video. He, talking back. You were qu- yeah. Well, he was talking back, of course, because uh, Cooper's not an obedient little surf. Excellent. And he's uh, willing to stand up for himself. So the cop, why did... He changed his mind, though. He actually gave you permission, and then when he was talking about getting a warrant, he all of a sudden decided that he didn't want to be recorded anymore. Right, and Beth and I thought we had him off our off our backs, because we told him, uh, we were like, hey, you know, can't we reschedule this confrontation for another time when Brian's home? 
you know, can't we just uh, be civilized about this? Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure right about then he was about to start making threats. Like, you don't, if you don't let me on right now, you know, we're all going to have you arrested for conspiracy to, I don't know, something. Do something. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, we didn't let him on. And, and uh, we, we thought we had him off. We, had, we thought we had him off our backs. And then he said, I'd like you to turn the camera off now. And I told him. No, I'm not going to. I don't need your consent. So I didn't tell him that. Was yeah, you didn't tell him that. And uh, one of the questions that was asked, and I know it's it, when you're under pressure like this, it is difficult to uh, to say what you might have said. I mean, when well, you're looking back, but in the hindsight. Camp, the important part is, you know, you got it. Just, he, yeah. you, you know, he stood there and he did what he was supposed to do, um, even if his voice shook when he did it. The, uh, you know, the camera didn't go off. And well, my my critique was going to be asking about, uh, and I don't know if you do this, but I, I did hear Beth do it a couple times, asking if there's a law that you know requires us to. To get your consent, or if there's a law that re- that says we can't record, or whatever. Whenever you ask a cop, is there a law that says I can't, or I can, you know, whatever the the issue is, they will always say yes. Uh, I mean, if if the cop saying yes means that you'll obey whatever it is he wants you to obey, he's going to say yes, even if he's just making it up. Or maybe there is a law, uh, but then again, did you consent to that law is an important question. I, I don't know what consent has to do with it. Um, it seems Government's to me, by the consent it's, of the it government. It seems to me that uh, it's, a very, it's a very reasonable thing that I should be able to videotape anybody who's on my property. Absolutely. I don't care if it's an officer of the law who's uh, executing a warrant or what they're doing. It's my house, and I'm going to videotape. If you don't like it, officer, you may go get that warrant you were talking about going and getting. Yep, and I'm with you there. don't let the screen door hit you on the way out. Cooper, more with you here in a moment. I don't know if there's more to the story, but hang on. If so, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Have you ever encountered a situation like this where somebody who's supposedly looking out for animals claims uh, comes, comes to your property with a badge and starts making demands? This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up anything toll-free, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features, and one of those is the Shrine of Female Listeners. The dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo and prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com and see what it's all about. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. Plus, the Institute for Humane Studies is now offering free seminars over spring break. This March, you can join other libertarians from across the country for an intense and interdisciplinary exploration of classical, liberal, and libertarian thought. Participation, it's free. Plus, IHS provides housing and meals during the conference. Apply now to attend a seminar at the University of California, Santa Cruz, March 7th through 12th. Or at Emory University in Atlanta, March 14th through the 19th. Visit LibertarianSeminars.com for more information. That's LibertarianSeminars.com. You've got till November 15th to get on board with this thing. Again, LibertarianSeminars.com. We are talking about one of the events that occurred here in New Hampshire today. And I'm not talking about voting. I'm not talking about the election or politics. That's boring. Who wants to talk about politics? I mean, the only question tonight is who the new tyrant is going to be. I'm kind of excited to find out. I love following these things and seeing the states uh, as the I can't as the, say the votes come. In, votes come. I know you're not. Doesn't you're not even looking. Me one iota. You're not even looking. I am, however. But what excites me is people standing up for their freedom. What excites me is people, uh, individuals, making a stand on their private property and saying no to these government authoritarian goons uh, that would would have their way with us if they could. 
And in most cases, they do have their way with people. But now we're starting to see some resistance. We're starting to see some people asking some really tough questions of these government gang members. And that was, uh, I think, ex- exemplary uh, or an example example of that today happened with uh, Cooper, who is on the line right now uh, calling from Candia, New Hampshire, where you were at home today. And just minding your own business, when all of a sudden a knock came on the door, there was some guy in a red shirt and a badge standing out there, claiming to be from the SPCA, the Society for the Protection, uh, or the, the Society for what? Something about cruelty prevention to animals. Prevention of cruelty to animals. Protect, yeah, prevention of cruelty to animals. And so this guy apparently wanted to come on your property and start poking around looking for shelter for the multiple horses that your family has. And you basically said, look, sorry, buddy, uh, you can't come on this property without the permission of the property owner, and I ain't him. Right. And uh, I should point out that um, just because the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals is, is uh, on us does not mean we mistreat our animals. You know, this is These true. are very expensive animals. We take very good care of them, and it's none of their business. Yeah, it absolutely is none of their business. And, uh, you know, what? did they get a complaint, or were they just driving by? Do, do it, did you find that out? Uh, there was. Uh, they're just following up on the complaint they had about three months ago. Oh, well, uh, because it's supposed to be in place by November first. Some people saw that you were. Go- some people saw that you were moving in relatively recently. Yeah. They saw horses. They knew that the rule was by November the first, horses must have a structure so they can go in because they know what the weather is going to be like on November the first. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they were, you know, coming on the fourth to follow up on that. And so they were being busybodies. They called to say, "We've got people moving in here." And they, they've got horses. You should check them out. Or whatever happened. And so they followed up. They were trying to poke around your property. You said, uh, take off. Come back when the property owner's here. The guy said, well, I'm just going to bring the cops in. The cops came. You had your video camera out, which was excellent presence of mind. Whenever bureaucrats show up or whenever you're going to, to whenever you're going to interact with bureaucrats and you know you're going to interact with them, have some sort of recording device handy, whether it's an audio recorder or a video camera, and have it ready. It's not always something you want to pull out immediately, depending on the situation and what you want from the bureaucrats, if anything at all. Um, but in this case, you're at home. They come to you. It's time to pull out the uh, the camera, especially when they're making threats, as they were. And as you pointed out, this guy was – he wasn't nice, was he? No, he wasn't. So he, he's uh, – yeah, he, was, he was just threatening, and every, every thing that came out of his words, out of his mouth, was just complete bureaucratic nonsense. Right. Well, he's you know, used to. go away if you just let me on our property. Like, I sure. don't. I don't intend to give you my consent. You know, stop asking me. So, so you manage to get him off. He brings the cop in. The cop says it's all right for you to record him, which doesn't matter if the cop uh, doesn't want you to record him. Uh, there is a law in New Hampshire that does have to do with uh, surreptitious recording people in places where they expect privacy. But once you've announced that you're recording somebody, it's game on, uh, from what I can tell. And if they don't like it, they can go away. So if somebody ever tells you, well, I don't want to be recorded, well, you can say, well, you're on private property and I've got a camera. And if you don't want to be recorded, you need to leave. The same thing applies in pu- on public properties with bureaucrats, too. If the bureaucrats are out there doing their thing and they're harassing you and you're on public property and they say, I don't give you permission to record me, well, thanks, but I don't need your permission. You're here on public property. So if you don't like it, you can go away. Uh, asking and, if- and today I saw how effective uh, telling them that I'm not going to stop recording works. I mean, they don't, they don't know their own laws. This is true. You're right. They don't know their own laws, which is why uh, Beth, when she asked, well, is there a law that says that I uh, can't record you? 
he's of course going to say there's a law that says that. He doesn't want to be recorded. He's Nobody make could that possibly up. know the laws, so they have to right. make them up as they go. The cops realize that, uh, that there's not going to be any problem for them. That this whole false arrest nonsense. Yeah. That's crap that you uh, you know that, that that just went out the window a long time ago. Right. He can't get in trouble for lying to you if he says there's a law and it turns out there's not a law. And I mean, we're we're brushing over the issue of consenting to the laws. That's another whole issue. But if he says there's a law, it turns out there's not one. You can't bring him up on charges of malfeasance or anything like that. He's completely protected. In fact, uh, many cops are encouraged to lie in their training classes. They're trained in intimidation uh, tactics, and they're trained in uh, in telling lies. So I think you guys did the right thing, and when the pressure is on, it can be difficult to sort of remember the principles uh, that one should follow when they're interacting with uh, with bureaucrats, especially the ones with guns on their hips. And I think generally you guys did a, a really great job, and the, the more practice that we all get at this, uh, the better off we're all going to be. And, in fact, I posted a blog post recently at freekeen.com that sort of boiled down a lot of the information that I've kind of picked up over the years about how to deal with uh, these cops and some, some tactics and some tips. And certainly uh, there's, there, it's not the end-all, be-all of, of everything as far as, uh, as ideas. So certainly people could add to it, add some comments to that particular article and, and throw their thoughts in there as well. But then the cop comes you continued recording after he said he no longer wanted you to, and it was real quick. He he did not debate with you for very long on that one. He came right on over and uh, and arrested you. It looked like you had the chance to hand the camera off to Beth, uh, which was good. I don't think that uh, – I guess that was the end of the recording, the second, though, right? The second I gave the camera to her, it ran out of battery. Oh, damn it. Oh, man. It was a perfect shot of me getting arrested. Well – but. Um, and then they, they told her to stop recording, too. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, I don't need to stop recording. I have Cooper's full consent. <laughs> that was awesome. I wish I could have heard that part in the video, but it, it wasn't there. People can go to – what's your YouTube channel? Is it possible to, uh, to give that out here? Yeah, it's um, Power to the People Prod. I meant to spell productions, but it wouldn't let me do it. So it's I all see. one word, Power to the People Prod. Very good. What are some search terms they might be able to use to, uh, to pull this up? Um, Free State Project, Cooper Travis, Excellent. Uh, stuff like that. So you were but, then uh, arrested, and what happened next? Well, they put me in the car. You know, they they, they didn't read me any rights or anything. Were they I both doing the arrest? Was the, uh, the the big guy from the SPCA involved in this? Uh, sort of. Uh, I had I had I had a gun, and he handed my gun to him. And oh wow! Hang on a second. We'll let we'll let you tell the rest of the story. Hang on, dude. Hang on. More about what happened with the gun here. Because that's certainly a wild card situation. I I uh, I forgot. Cooper is pretty much always open carrying. Every time I've seen him, he's always been open carrying. Uh, so more on the way here. Uh, we'll get the rest of the story and take your calls as well about whatever you want. It's free talk live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. It's... That night of the year, every four years, when Americans will go out and choose a new tyrant. I have no idea which one they'll, they'll choose, but I'm leaning towards Obama. That's just me going out on a limb. I think it's, you know, it's been eight years of a Democrat, eight years of a Republican. Now they're probably going to swing the pendulum back. Not that it's really much of a pendulum. I, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're all pretty much the same. It's a tiny little pendulum going, yeah. <laughs> um, I, having I stood out at the polls, or the, at the, uh, the yeah, the, the polls for... 
a couple of hours or almost two hours today with, uh, you know, holding a sign for a local politician. And I'm just from what I saw going in, I'd have to call uh, my town at least for Obama. We continue here. Uh, by the way, join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those, including archives, back for an entire year, all free for you at freetalklive.com. Do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections, they do early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. In this tough economy, you can sell those uh, receivables that you have, and SACL CAI will purchase them for a percentage. So uh, get in contact with them. SACL CAI, you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the on the upper right-hand corner of the page, SACL CAI. All right, 800-259-9231. One of our listeners, uh, Cooper Travis, is on the line with us, and you're calling from your home here in New Hampshire. Uh, you moved up here with uh, your family as part of the Free State Project earlier this year, and you bought a pretty big uh, – your dad bought a pretty big plot of land out in uh, Candia. And you brought a lot of horses along with you on your trip from uh, Colorado. And, of course, you've got a lot of horses, which means that you probably really care about them. Uh, but that doesn't that's not good enough for the government. Uh, they sent by some government bureaucrat from the SPCA, which is apparently a private charity. And, but they've got governmental powers of some sort. It's kind of confusing, but whatever. Anyway, the guy had a badge, and he was making uh, making threats and said he was going to come back with a cop. He brought the cop back. The cop said he didn't want you recording him. You uh, refused to stop recording him because, well, you're on private property, your private property, and you should be able to record whoever the hell you want on your private property, and if you're on the private property of someone else who wants to allow you to record, and if you're on public property, and if they don't like it, they can go away. But he didn't like that option, so he came and put... uh, Did you get handcuffed? You did get handcuffed, right? I did, yeah. Okay. So he put handcuffs on you, they put you in the car, and that's where we left the story off. Oh, there was the gun thing, too. You had a gun on you. Right. Um, I always open carry. Beth was open carrying at the time. Nice. And um, he, he didn't even notice that I was armed until he put the handcuffs on me. He put my hands behind my back, put my head down, and he kind of jumps. And he's like, <laughs> what is that? And he's like, he's got a gun. Crap. So he, un- he unclips it, takes it out, and hands it to the SPCA guy. But it was fairly obvious to me that the SPCA guy had never even handled a gun in his life. Oh my gosh! What's he doing giving when, this? What is he doing giving this guy who works for a not-for-profit, uh, you know, animal charity? Uh, oh, I have a feeling he's making weapon. a profit. This guy has to be uh, making a paycheck. Oh, I see. Not-for-profit means doesn't necessarily mean he would make a paycheck. I got you. Never mind. Go ahead, Mark, with your question. Well, I'm just wondering uh, why? Why is he? Why is he giving your weapon to this guy from a, an animal charity? Right, and and he told the guy, you know, I don't know if he, I don't remember if he told him anything, but uh, what he did is he took my gun, and when I pull it out of my holster, the safety automatically comes off, so that was off, and he oh my. Uh, pulled the slide back before ejecting the magazine. So he loaded and a round into the chamber. The so he put a round in the chamber and then ejected the magazine and then didn't even realize it, and he was pointing it right at the cop car, and I just think it would have been wow. priceless if he had blown out one of the windows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been priceless, as long as no one got hurt, obviously, and uh, wow, that right. would really shake him up, I bet. <laughs> But right. that cop, anyway, so, I think that cop deserves a reprimand for uh, for that particular move. Yeah, and yeah, not to mention everything else that he's done. That this particular cop, I mean, you know, besides arresting you, has have you encountered this cop before? Um, he said that he knew my dad really well, which is untrue. I, I've showed my dad this clip. He he's come over to our <laughs> house before, and, and we've been uh, um, we've had um, 
nice words exchanged before, mm-hmm. but I, I really felt like having a Whittier Mark and be like, dude, if you know my dad, you know that he is never going to let you on his property. Yeah, you know what I was so thinking? There's... When you just said that, when I saw the I saw the video footage and I saw him make that claim, I didn't realize what the truth was at that time, but now that I know what you've said, and that is he doesn't know your dad, uh, then I, th- I think that's one of those cop lines like, well, you know, Cooper, I know your father really well. You know, the, the whole idea to kind of get you to fall in line because he knows dad, but in point of fact, he doesn't. So he was lying right. again because that's what cops do. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, then you so got arrested. Put me in the car. Yep. Sorry, he put me in the car with a, with a really hard plastic seat. Yeah. Drove excruciatingly slow <laughs> down to the Candia uh, town offices and the police station. Hands, which hands is like, behind your back? like a... Yeah, he's... yeah, hand behind my back in okay. the really uncomfortable seats. Oh, wow. How tight How tight were the cuffs? Very. Wow. Okay. You're getting the real yeah. treatment there. Yeah, there was no no uh, no space at all. Mm-hmm. And then my phone kept going off because I called Pork 411 before this happened, and people kept calling me, but I, I was sitting in the back of a cop car. Mm-hmm. You know, can't do anything. So but we get there, and he uh, he gets out of the car and goes in the police station. And so I'm just sitting in the car, and then the SPCA bureaucrat is standing behind me, like hovering over me outside of the car the entire time. Hmm. And so about 20 minutes later, they come out, him and another cop. They come out, they open the door, let me out, and uncuff me. Hmm. Like, what was the point? This is kidnapping at, at this point. You know, you stole me out of my house off of my property and brought me down to the, the police station so, what, you could release me? Yes, they brought you to the gang yeah, headquarters. I'm, yeah, I'm not a bear, you know. I don't need to be relocated. Um, so uh, and then the, uh, the guy, uh, he's like, all right, before I take the cuffs off, you got to tell me your name. And I reluctantly told him my name because the cuffs were starting to hurt. And then I, and they said, well, you got to tell me your birth date. And I told him that, too, and that is all I said to him the entire time. Hmm. So hey, the cuffs hurt, you know? <laughs> Right. I knew at that point that uh, I was free to go, but they had my gun. What do you think they would have done if you'd not told them uh, your name and birth date? Uh, they would have put me in a cell, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, uh, I mean, why not? You know, I mean, it's not like they've got to arrest you to put you in a cell. We see that over and over again. So wait, name, birth date, and then what happened and they let you go? They they uncuffed me, and then he gave me a stern talking to. Wait, which which who's he? This is the, the other cop, the, uh, the, the sergeant. Okay. Came out. Gotcha. What did he uh, say to you? He, he, he's like, you know, we just want your cooperation. Sure you do. This guy's just doing his job. You know, we just uh, uh, we just like some uh, some cooperation and stuff <laughs> like that. And I, I made it perfectly clear to him. I don't intend to cooperate with you. This is not my matter to deal with. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I'm not the property <laughs> owner. You have to talk to him. And I guarantee you, he's not going to let you on either. So get your warrant. Wow. And that's where you left it. Then you, what? What'd you do next? Uh, well, then he, uh, I told him I'd like my firearm back. Mm. And so the guy goes inside, and I'm, I'm standing there for like five minutes. And he comes out again, and then the other cop comes back and uh, uh, hands me my firearm. You know, and I, I put it all back together, and I put it in my holster, and uh, I walked off. Wow. So they, they put their hands out for me to shake. It's like, dude, I'm not going to shake your hand. So they, See you later. They, so, <laughs> so they didn't actually charge you with anything that you know of. You were just, uh, like you say, you were just kidnapped. And then released. Yeah, and we're, we're yet to see if there are any charges. I doubt it. There's no law that I've broken. But, you know, this sounds kind of um, like a scared straight kind of thing to does. me, Mark. It does. Absolutely. I, I, I can't. They didn't arrest you because you would have been printed or whatever like that. I, I, don't, I don't think that there's any charges here. You were, they were doing just as you said. They were trying to scare you. And then they, once they uh, you know, were going to let you go, then they decided to get a little more compliance from you. What's your name, son? 
Okay, what's your birthday? Mm. What's your favorite he was color? Asking me like, and after I gave him that, I was like, oh, so you so you moved from Colorado? I was like, dude, I don't want to talk to you. And <laughs> yeah, now they're they, being all buddy. They offered buddy. to give me a ride. They offered to give me a ride back to my house. I was like, dude, I don't want to <laughs> have anything to do with you. You just kidnapped me. Let me go. <laughs> so I Weird. walked off and I told him, I don't want any, I don't want a ride from you. I don't want a ride from the SPCA bureaucrat. I'm, I'm going to have someone coming for me. So now, now at this point, they are supposedly getting a warrant, right? And what time of the afternoon was this that all this went down? Uh, two o'clock or so. Okay, so I don't know what time. You know, maybe the court people leave at like three, so maybe the, they couldn't go get the warrant today. But it's certainly possible they're not going to even come back with a warrant. Maybe they will. Uh, what are your plans at uh, at that point? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, it, that really is not my area. That's right. my, my dad's area. Um, but. Um, we and by the way, your your dad supports you in this, right? Like he's behind you 100. percent Oh yeah, he called me. He's like, dude, I'm proud of you. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Is there anything else you wanted to share about the situation? Uh, not really. Thanks, Cooper. Let us know what happens, okay? And I know you're out of t- uh, the Murphy's do. Tap Room tonight in Manchester, so enjoy yourself. Will do. Thanks, dude. 800-259-9231. You take control. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link. Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. You can buy anything in 41 categories uh, in which you can shop. There are used items even at Amazon. And whatever you buy, Free Talk Live gets a cut. If you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Again, Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Just some final thoughts on the situation that went down today here in New Hampshire where a free stater, young free stater, was arrested, one of the liberty activists here in New Hampshire, at his own home for, well, apparently there aren't any charges, though he was arrested. Or at least we don't know if there are any charges. They didn't tell him if there were. And uh, Mark, you had said that he was not arrested because what happened was he was cuffed, put in the back of the police car, taken downtown, and then let out without even being put in a cell. However, uh, according to Brian, uh, his father, that is indeed an arrest. Uh, this is the the police chief told him that if somebody is cuffed and taken downtown, that's an arrest. Doesn't there have to be paperwork going? I don't think so. Arrest? I don't think so. Well, um, I, I think that in the uh, the sense that he has been arrested and stopped, yes. But I, you know, is he? I guess he's not charged. That's what we can. That from what we can tell so he's far, he's not, not charged. charged. Right. Fine, he's not been charged. So uh, will they come back with a warrant uh, to come after these folks? Uh, again, the, the reason this all happened was because some busybody bureaucrat came, or some busybodies uh, that live nearby snitched out on uh, the Travises, and then the, then the bureaucrats came by. The SPCA, Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, came by. Apparently they work for the government somehow, and they started making some threats. I'd like to point out that if the SPCA is going to go around threatening people, uh, I don't think they deserve any sort of private contributions. If anybody out there is listening and you love liberty uh, and you're contributing to the SPCA, you might want to consider giving them a call and asking them why it is that they aren't really respecting people's property rights. Or at the very I've least, I've always being said that I rude. felt like the SPCA was a, a much better organization than PETA, but I, I don't like this either. Now, the SPCA is not the Humane Society. It's a different organization, right? Right. Okay. 
so what is going to actually go down here? Not sure. I mean, it's from what I understand, they do have the shelter for the horses, just wasn't visible. And that's why this guy was there in the first place, to poke around their property and look for the shelter for the horses, because apparently it's illegal to not have such things. Uh, so they do have it. So if he does end up getting the warrant and they do end up finding that, it should probably end there, unless they want to throw charges at, at Cooper uh, for the video camera thing. So we shall see. Hopefully, Should be interesting. Hopefully it will end peacefully. But Brian was uh, in the he's in the amp only chat room right now making the point that, you know, these guys probably never have anybody refuse them. This bureaucrat driving his little red, his big red truck around, uh he pulls over at people's houses and makes a bunch of demands about going to inspect their property. I bet you 99% of those folks let him do it cuz they don't want trouble, you know? They don't want trouble with the, uh, the 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 blue light gang members. Right. And so they probably never encountered something like this before. But more uh, more liberty lovers get active, the more they're going to be encountering stuff like this. And I think it's exciting. I think that uh, that activism like this, people standing up for their rights and standing up for their property and refusing to obey, I think it's very important. And I think that it's a process. You know, when when you do it for the first time, your your heart's probably going to be pounding. Uh, you're probably going to be shaking. You know, adrenaline is probably going to be rushing through your veins. I mean, it's going to be hard to collect your thoughts and figure out what to say next. But next time, it might be a little easier. And then the time after that, it might be smooth. I mean, I don't know how quick people will adjust to these changes, but standing up for yourself isn't easy. It really isn't. It takes some real practice because we've all been conditioned. We've all been conditioned that, uh, you know, if a man calling himself a cop comes by and starts making demands, we just do whatever they say. So it can be it can be very difficult to break out of that sort of uh, realm of conditioning, and I have to I have to hand it to uh, both Cooper and Beth because I think it was incredibly brave what they did today. Considering it was just those two, it was two on two. It was Cooper and Beth, uh, the the Liberty activists versus. Sure, it would have been very easy to fold. Two bureaucrats. It would have been easy to fold. Plus, uh, both Cooper and Beth were armed at the time, which was quite a wild card and really goes to show that this particular cop doesn't have uh, the best observation skills considering they're open carrying, and he didn't realize that until he was actually cuffing Cooper. Uh, So congratulations to them for actually having the courage to stand up for themselves. Number one, have the courage to stand up for themselves out in the middle of nowhere without any real activist uh, presence uh, of which to speak. Secondly, have the presence of mind to uh, to pick up a video camera and begin taping, even though the battery was low. You getting something's better than nothing. And you know, even if the battery is low, even the battery's dead. It might make sense to pick up a dead camera or dead voice recorder and act as though it's live. It's a lot safer than using an empty gun. Yeah. Yeah, because then uh, the cops will behave differently because they might think they're being recorded. Uh, there's no obliga- You have no obligation to tell them the truth as far as you're being recorded. No, I don't think, I don't think so. Right. So, you know, if you've got a dead battery and you're holding out a voice recorder saying you're being audio recorded, that should be enough to get them to be- at least change their behavior. And I would also like to suggest uh, that everybody that has a video camera, go, and buy, go buy yourself an audio recorder. Uh, they're much more portable, and the batteries are going to last longer. So it it came in handy for me today having an audio recorder. It was just something that I was out doing some outreach today at voting locations, and we can talk more about that. It, it pales in comparison to what happened to uh, to Cooper, but the cops threatened to arrest me and, and one of the other activists today. Uh, but having the audio, rec- audio recorder was there, and it's nice because you don't have to worry about framing a shot, uh, plus the editing, as far as audio is concerned, is a, is a lot faster of a process. Not to say I don't like video. I do. I've got a video camera, and I love to video edit. It's just that I didn't have time to edit the audio today, and if I'd had video, it would have been that much more difficult. 
So 800-259-9231. Keep up the good work out there. And if you uh, want to get excited and you want to get involved, and this is exciting to you and, this, and you want to get involved, uh, head over to freestateproject.org and learn more about this movement of liberty activists all to the same geographic location. And that location is New Hampshire. In fact, you can go to uh, freestateproject.org slash libertyforum and get signed up for the Liberty Forum there. Join us out in March in uh, Nashua, New Hampshire, where we're all going to be hanging out. You'll be able to meet Cooper and, and Brian. I imagine they'll both probably be in attendance. They were there the last uh, last year. And a lot of these Folks that you hear on this radio program calling in, uh, Dave Ridley from the Ridley Report, a number of the other people that, you know, Lauren Canario, a lot of these names that are sort of activist names up here in New Hampshire, you can come and meet these folks in person, hang out with them, network, socialize, get to know them. Plus, there's a lot of speakers that are going to be uh, presenting, a lot of kind of big name, liberty-oriented people like Glenn Jacobs, you know, Kane from the WWE, he's going to be there. He's a Free State Project member. Richard Heller. From Heller versus D.C., he's a Free State Project member. He's going to be there speaking. Uh, there's going to be a lot going on. Free Talk Live is going to be broadcasting live. And, of course, we'll be meeting you if you're there. Go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum to get signed up. Use this discount code if you want to save 10%. 2009 FTL, 2009 FTL, save 10%. As we go to your phone calls and talk to George in D.C. on the amp line. Hello, George. Hey, guys. Hey. What's on your mind? Hey, my- yeah, anyway, yeah, I voted for voted today. I was st- and I was all undecided all the way up to when I got to the um, ballot machine, and I was finally because I, my choice was I'm going to do a write-in for the presidential thing. Uh-huh. And, and, uh huh. And my choices were either Darth Vader or Cthulhu. Mm, right tough choice. So did you go for Vader or did you go for Cthulhu? Actually, I, when I for the write-in, I realized, holy, holy smokes, I can go. I can put both. I can put. You know, either Vader for president or Cthulhu Vice or vice versa. Yeah, there you go. Vader Cthulhu ticket. Nice. Uh, yeah, Vader Cthulhu 08 right there. And I'll say, you know, if, 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 why vote for the lesser evil? In this case, I get, you know, two choices. I get both of my choices there for um, evil. But, yeah, mostly, like I said, I just go to vote no on the spending, you know, ballot measures. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why I really went to go uh, on the ballot. And then, like I said, you know, I'm, 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 George, I'm, I'm wondering, I mean, can... Can Vader and Cthulhu, like, can they share this power? It's kind of like uh, Hillary Clinton and uh, Dick Cheney uh, getting elected together. I mean, that that yeah. level of evil in one room. Yeah, I know. But, hey, I mean, if Vader and the Emperor can get along for, uh, for what was it, like almost 20 years and stuff like that before Vader finally picked them up and threw them over a railing soprano style, you know? <laughs> but, you did, but you did make Vader the president, right? It wasn't Cthulhu. Was yeah, it? Vader, yeah. Because I felt, I felt that Vader has more leadership experience. I mean, all of her from Cthulhu was to see some pictures, and how he's just, like, this big, mean guy, but there was nothing, you know, that says, you know, leadership experience. And yeah. I prefer leadership experience because Vader, he led Starfleet, he helped lead an empire. And he ran the Death Star. He blew up an entire planet. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, it was like he, he even assassinated the head of state by throwing the uh, uh, wrinkled old octogenarian you know, over the railing. You know, he at one have. point that would have been considered all it took to uh, to be able to to gain power. So, uh, who, you know, who would actually? I mean, if you had to choose, would you pick Vader or John McCain? Uh, uh, I, I, I would pick God. McCain. <laughs> at least Vader went went good in the end, man. But <laughs> that's for, true. For, I mean, you got to look at the trends here. You know, uh, Vader started out uh, good, but anyway, yeah. real bad. 
within the DM, he went good. So That's a good point. Trend. John McCain is going to die an evil man. I thank you, sir, for the call tonight. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. They'll open him up, and they'll find out he had a black heart. Obama's not evil? Uh, yeah, he's evil, too, but McCain's just sick twisted. Now, Obama's a, a sicko, too, but in a different fashion. Uh, more on the way. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Hour two's coming up. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up anything. Just dial the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. As we launch here into hour number two of the program, of course, it is the election evening edition of the program that doesn't really mean much for free talk live because i could give a flip about who wins this particular election though mark you and i were having a discussion off air maybe we should have it on air okay uh, about you know well what do you think is there a preference I mean, well, between of all things being at this point um you know talking about it is which just tyrant yeah like w- who would you pick kind of as your your if you had to pick like a gun to your head kind of picking well no, i won't no that's not that was not the question because I would not pick. This is not a Ian and Mark pick which one, because uh, we didn't vote for either one of these folks. If we wanted to pick, we would have picked one of those. If it's gun to the head, then, you know, we'll take the bullet. But, no, no, I don't know about no? that. I, I wouldn't take a bullet. Are you kidding no. me? You think I'm going to get shot in the head over picking for one of these rubes when, in fact, your vote doesn't count? Sure. Put me down for whoever you want. I don't care. <laughs> um, no, I, that doesn't matter to me. But uh, you, I guess if you have, is there somewhere in your heart you're feeling kind of you'd like one candidate over the other? And I'm just talking about the smallest little bit of your heart. I think that it will be more, I think it'd be more interesting if Obama is the elected uh, is candidate. That? And that's because... He has proposed some just really crazy stuff. Like, uh, I mean, I, I, I was calling McCain crazy earlier, and I, I did uh, mention that I thought Obama was crazy, but in a different way. McCain's crazy, like war crazy, like he just wants to kill more people. But of course, we also know Obama wants to uh, kill people around the world, too. Uh, but it just seems like McCain's a little more bloodthirsty. Uh, but as far as Obama's concerned, he's nuts in, in that uh, he wants this, he wants to create, as I understand it, some sort of government program, the National Service Program, that's as large as the military. Mm. So you've already got the military being the, what, the largest chunk of the, the government's budget beyond interest payments or whatever? It is, yeah. Uh, easily. So he wants to Handle match it. that. He wants to create a civilian National Service Program to match that, have uh, Homeland Security civilians, instead of the, maybe instead of the military in the street, having civilians doing it. And really, I mean, the, the whole idea of creating a, mili- a, a bureaucracy that's that huge for so-called national service is really kind of frightening. And I think it would be interesting to see what the backlash would be as a result of that. Again, I don't want either of these guys to be uh, president, but one of them's going to be. And I think it would just be kind of a more intriguing situation if it was Obama. Uh, that might result in more people getting active, uh, more people moving here uh, to New Hampshire. 
I, I don't know. That's that's where I am coming from on that. We I don't haven't really been on the air during a time when a uh, Democratic president has, uh, you know, with the, when we've had a Democratic president. So it'll be interesting to hear us uh, tear up Democrats more. Um, and, and it looks like we're going to have them all over the place now. Um, it looks like the House, the Senate, and the, the White House. But I think that... You know, obviously, I would be a little more comfortable with McCain winning simply because it's the devil I know versus the devil I don't. I feel I like see. McCain's very similar to uh, to Bush, and you know, I'm I'm sort of ethnically a conservative, uncomfortable mm-hmm. with those those ideas, and I'm uncomfortable with the um, uh, you know Obama ones. But I I think I'm with George. I, I'll take I'll take Vader. <laughs> Vader over McCain. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I would too. Uh, 800-259-9231. One thing I will like about the Obama presidency is that uh, at this point, if... there's there's no more of this hollering racism stuff. Uh, Now, certainly people... People... Well... No doubt. Okay. Um, but people, uh, there's individuals out there who are racist, and certainly there'll be racist cops and that kind of thing. But yeah. this, it's not like institutionalized racism in America. There's, Obviously not the case. Right. There's a black man as president. Shut up. Yeah. Get back to work. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. You've you got to work hard to get uh, the good things in America. And, you, you know, that it's not going to be given to you. And I, I, I don't want to hear any more. You know, it'll, it'll, it's easy to uh, bitch racism. And uh, you wanna, it, it won't be a good excuse anymore. You guys are welcome to chime in on that question. I mean, if you have a, any feeling as far as what your thoughts about either one of them winning would be. Any preferences at all uh, as far as sort of not necessarily like I like so-and-so more, but what do you think will happen? What do you think will be different? Uh, I don't even know if I'm asking a good question. 800-259-9231. You can talk about it if you want. Or or, or your experiences from today. Did you see anything interesting? Like I saw something – the campaigners for Obama, and this is one of the scary things about him, is this cult of personality thing that's been going on with his campaign. Yeah. They were actually waving pictures of Obama. Mm-hmm. Has that ever happened before in American politics? I mean, it may have, but a, this guy had a poster-sized photo of uh, a portrait of Obama and holding it up on the side of the road. Normally, you're just ha- holding a campaign sign. This right. was an Obama. A picture of Obama. Well, when I see the uh, the people at the polls where they're holding the signs of everyone's name, you know, they've got a. Uh, I, I, obviously, this is state specific now, but yeah. uh, Obama, Shaheen, you know, they've got every Democrat on a sign, right. and then they're holding that stick, or every Republican on the sign, and they're holding yeah. a stick with it, holding. On. I think that's useless because Why? it's just it, too much information at once mm-hmm. for people. I don't think that it uh, processes. Yeah, I agree with you. There was a there was a, a yard with like every single sign you could imagine in it. Well, that's if you colorful. were driving by that yard, you would not be able to pick out any particular sign to necessarily read. You certainly wouldn't be able to read them all. Uh, but any observations that you have from your experience being out and about today, this campaign madness, uh, these people are so... Watching watching people that are involved in these campaigns and excited about these campaigns is just something to really behold, isn't it? I mean, it's just... And, and the Ron Paul people did it, too. It's just something that people do in the realm of campaigning, and it's just kind of sad to watch it all happen where they chant. Chanting is kind of uh, – it, it's my understanding that chanting is is a technique involving involved in brainwashing. Mm. And so watching these people chanting, there was a McCain rally in Peterborough, New Hampshire, where Dave Ridley from RidleyReport.com actually traveled to, brought his camera, and you can see some of this footage. This is what I'm referring to when I'm uh, talking about this. Uh, but watching the, – the Obama people came out 
to the McCain campaign rally, so you had the two sides chanting both of the can, uh, candidates' names, Obama, McCain, you know, John McCain, and they, they were just yelling at the top of their lungs. Obviously, I wasn't yelling there, but they were just yelling, and it was so, so angry, so vitriolic, so spiteful, and it's just, it seems so mindless, just right. yelling and chanting. It's just awful. And the, the sickness of the, you know, voting for the president at all and trying to turn the, na- the neighbor against neighbor, I think it's awful. Yeah. But um, I, I'm looking at CNN.com, and they're doing their reporting thing, and I think that there's some real... Uh, they're just taking, going out on some limbs here to some extent. They're calling... Um, uh, on CNN.com, they're calling Mc, uh, Maine for uh, Obama. They have no uh, <laughs> precincts reporting. Zero. Mm. They've got three votes, uh, apparently two for Obama, one for McCain, and they're calling three votes votes. One could speculate... They're calling Vermont, they're calling Massachusetts, uh, yeah. Connecticut. One could speculate that the reason for that, now it's a little paranoid, mm-hmm. uh, but the reason for that is that, well, because the most of the mainstream media is of a left liberal persuasion they're announcing obama as the winner as much as they possibly feel like they could get away with in order to sway those few people who are on the west the coast people from in nevada from uh, the mccainiacs in nevada from showing yeah. up and and idaho Just and to, you know if they're watching tv Arizona. To, you know to say oh man he's not going to win I'm colorado and uh, new mexico are important states now that's a it's, that's a paranoid speculation it's but, but some it, people th- can see that's kind of that, that's that's my thought though and it's it's sad i mean they're calling vermont uh, i would call vermont too yeah. by the way i <laughs> you know, I, I, I can i can understand I, i'm going to go ahead and call new york for obama yep. but i mean it's 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 not news though this is just speculation and there yeah. it it's you know it's on a news site that seems wrong to me i agree with you there Toll-free number, 800-259-9231. So to watch these people just shouting at one another. And, of course, then Dave Ridley at RidleyReport.com actually goes up and talks to some of these folks. And it's just like a, it's just like Free Talk Live Saturday Night Show where we ask people who are excited about their candidate to call and explain why and give us like a substantive reason as to why. The people he talked to doesn't exist. Yeah, the people he talked to just... They have no idea what they're doing. And that's what those people with the signs are, Mark. The people with the, the multi-signs that you were talking about with mm-hmm. all the multiple candidates on them. All those people are are campaign volunteers who went to a, a head central campaign office, were handed a pre-made sign and told, okay, you need to go here. And that's why what we've seen here in New Hampshire is a bunch of people coming in from Connecticut and Massachusetts coming up here and campaigning. It's wrong. Yeah. I don't like it. So that's what they're doing. They're just following orders. They don't really even know what the candidates stand for. They're just out holding signs to hopefully influence people to vote for their candidate, whichever one it might be, 800-259-9231. And, of course, whichever one wins, we all lose. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website. FreeTalkLive.com is the place to go. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those. They include updates. You get signed up. We keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just head over to updates.freetalklive.com and get on the list for free. That's updates. .freetalklive.com According to the Computer Privacy Handbook, normal internet technology is the most comprehensive surveillance tool ever invented. Put a stop to email snooping with an easy-to-use email alternative, privacyharbor.com, because normal email is not secure. 
privacyharbor.com. You can get a free uh, private email account, and uh, it, it'll go on forever. If you need uh, extra services, they have paid accounts, too. That's privacyharbor.com. 800-259-9231. We continue with your phone calls. Ladies first, we go to Annie listening in Texas. Annie, you're on Free Talk Live with Ina Mark. Hello? Hello? Annie. You're on the air. What's on your mind? Hi. Um, I had a conversation with one of my friends about voting today, and uh, I just wanted to see what y'all thought about it. Um, okay. I said I, I wasn't voting because I don't condemn war and a lot of other reasons. And Good that, reasons. Uh, the voting... The voting machines are, are uh, proven hackable and faulty, blah, blah, blah. I just wanted to um, share her response. Uh, it was The shortened email is, um, I'm really sad to hear you're not voting. I thought for sure you would be with how much you talk about wanting to leave the U.S. because you don't like how things are going, and yet you're not even going to try to do anything about it. I am not naive. I know full well that no Democrat has my personal agenda, political agenda, or ideals in mind, but it's sure as heck closer than a Republican. And then she goes on to say that she didn't agree because even with the flaws in the system, votes are still counted and some are tossed, as if it's like, oh, yeah, it's just, you know, uh, uh, an easy, it's like a game. It sounds like she thinks of it like a game, you know? That well, it not, is a game. Oh, some are tossed, you know? Like, which ones are not important? Right. I, I don't understand why she would think that, you know, that it's okay that some votes are tossed and some aren't. I think that I think it's funny the uh, the idea that people believe that voting on a national level at least is doing something. You're not doing anything. You're not taking any risk. You're not going out on a limb. You're not doing anything except checking a silly box that doesn't really even matter when and, it's all and, said and done. And the fact is, if if the uh, if if whatever state you're in, I, I don't remember where you're calling from, but if if Obama wins by one vote in that state, he gets. All of the electoral votes in that state, unless mm-hmm. that state happens to be Maine or Nebraska, but I doubt it. Um, so he gets all the, the electoral votes in that state. So it's only one vote that makes the difference anyway. What, what, are the, what are the chances of you being that one person? You have a better chance of winning the lottery in most cases. Yeah, it, it's a game. Voting is a game, and they're the ones playing it with us. The game is to get people to believe that voting actually matters. And apparently a lot of people actually believe it. And it's understandable because that's what the media is constantly pushing. It's been pushed on them since day one in government schools. I was talking to some of the activists here in Keene. They told me that nowadays, I don't know if they did this when you were in school, Mark, but nowadays apparently, they start taking polls at a kindergarten. The kindergarten kids are voting in a poll as far as who they would vote for for president. So they're they're beginning the programming that early. Hmm. It's just amazing. Any other thoughts for yeah. us, Annie? Um, yeah, I, I also wanted to um, comment on something else. Oh, um, last, uh, like a while back, you had a show about um, this guy... His wife went in for uh, to the hospital to have her baby, and um, they drug tested him. Hmm. Drug tested show? the baby? No, they drug tested his wife because of her high blood pressure or something like that. And it was, I don't know. Um, but I wanted to comment and say that when I went in for a C-section, I have a lot of tattoos, and mm-hmm. they, um, yeah, they drug tested me, and wow. and my midwife was. Like, why did you do that? And they said, oh, it's just 
uh, regulation? And, and I said, no, it's not, you know, and, and they said that they drug tested the child as well. And I, I, I thought it was just amazing that they do this all the time, apparently. Yeah, they just take the liberties Outrageous. With, with your kid. Uh, it's like they own them, right. is how they feel. And then you can better believe that if you happen to have some sort of uh, evidence of uh, drug use running through your bloodstream, that uh, all of a sudden you're going to get a visit from social services. And then, you know, the day you have your baby, which is supposed to be one of the happiest days in your life, you get your first visit from some bureaucrat trying to tell you you don't even own your kids. Oh, it's sick. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. And as far as doing something is concerned, as far as her, her friends critique that you're not doing anything, well, wait a minute. Maybe she is doing something. Maybe I don't. she's not here to ask now, but uh, maybe she's a Free State Project member. Maybe she's going to move to New Hampshire and get active for liberty up here where a vote actually does count for something and where there's more than just voting going on. There's, uh, there's real activism both inside and outside the system, uh, market-based activism going on here that's just not happening anywhere else in the, around the world. The people that are moving as part of the Free State Project are the real doers out there, as far as I'm concerned, in regards to uh, the realm of, of liberty activism. And uh, checking a box on a ballot once every four years does not count as doing anything in my book. Damn easy. It's, yeah. the, most, it's the most safe, non-risky thing you can possibly do. And that's why it doesn't do anything. That's why that, that nothing really comes of it. Because it's safe. You've got to take risks to get somewhere. You've got to put something on the line. Nothing worth doing is easy, they say. And I believe that to be true. It can be simple, but it's not necessarily easy. I mean, what Cooper did today, we talked to him in the first hour, standing up against a uh, officious, couple of officious armed bureaucrats uh, on his own property, out in the middle of the woods, virtually alone. He only had one friend with him, and it was two on two. Doing that, and now that's putting it on the line. That's taking a risk for, uh, for advancing freedom and protecting your rights and your privacy, protecting your property. That's doing something. Going into a little booth and checking a little box and walking out? That's, it is a game, in my opinion. Not so much. Your thoughts at 800-259-9231. Let's continue. Ladies, Ashley in Chicago. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello? Hey, Ashley. What's on your mind tonight? Um, uh, I have two things. Um, first of all, okay. I want to um, apologize. I called a couple of weeks ago, and I swore, so sorry about that. Don't do it again, Ashley. All right. <laughs> Okay, and then my second thought is I just wanted to share with everyone a piece of information from Chicago. I'm not okay. sure if all of your listeners listeners know, but Obama is planning his victory rally um, later on tonight. And That's, I found uh... it particularly interesting that one of the main issues in this campaign being the economy, um, a lot of people are worried about it right now. The city of Chicago sent out um, requests to all high-rise buildings downtown. I work at Michigan and Randolph, which is a high-rise basically in the business district of Chicago. Um, And as you know, there's many, many high-rises in Chicago. And every high-rise building got a request from the city of Chicago asking to close business early today Hmm. due to Obama's rally. And I just found that sickening to think they – you know, they they say they care about the economy, yet they're asking <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of businesses to effectively stop working. It's a brilliant point, and, uh, you know, it's interesting how government goes about asking. I had a cop ask me to move today, but he also had a gun on his hip, and then after he asked a few times, he told me he was going to put me in a cage uh, if I didn't move. So when they ask, sometimes it's not really asking. I'm glad you brought that up. It quite clearly, uh, business takes second place to politics, and I think that's disgusting. More on the way. You take control. Thanks for the call. It's Free Talk Live. 
Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And those features, uh, by the way, include live streams, broadband version, dial-up version, webcam, all free at listen.freetalklive.com. That, again, is listen.freetalklive.com. You know that uh, we talk a lot about freedom here on Free Talk Live, and my first exposure to the concepts of liberty came from superhero comic books when I was a kid. Right now, Free Talk Live listeners can get an autographed set of Freedom Force comic books for only 10 bucks, and that's with the shipping included. You can check out the child-friendly superhero adventures of Minuteman, Liberty Lad, Manbot, and El Diablo, and the rest of the Freedom Force team at comics.thundergodexpress.com. That's comics.thundergodexpress.com. Or look for Liberty Lad in the Free Talk Live homepage. All right, 800-259-9231. We continue with your phone calls, and we start with Mark in Ohio. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Yes, hello there. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I'm not sure if you guys realize that you guys are taking away people's freedom and liberty. Um, I'm not trying to make an argument here or get yelled at, but uh, I noticed what you guys have been doing, Hmm. and I disagree with it, and that is uh, it's okay for you guys to swear on air, but when somebody calls in and makes a little bleep uh, of a swear word, you cut them right off. Can you give me, uh, I mean, without using any uh, curse words, can you give an example of what you're talking about? Because I don't agree with what you're saying at all. Oh, you you don't agree. Okay. Well, there was this lady last week that said uh, the word uh, poop. And yeah, you the, S- the S right word, off. right? Yep, we uh, okay. we can't yeah. allow that one to go on the air. Right, so. there's some words that we can allow and some words right. that we can't, and we don't say the S word on the air. Do you agree no. with that, yeah. sir? We do not say the S word. We I, do not I say agree, the F word. I agree with you there, but it should be uh, how come some words are okay and some words aren't? Take how up with the FCC, man. How come you can say poop and you can't say the S word? Well, I don't know. I'm just, well, I'm just asking a question. So it all has I, I, to do with FCC? Yeah, that's absolutely right. It's right. basically those seven words that George Carlin was talking about. Let me tell about, you something. Except that it's not yeah. seven anymore. Right. Well, it's it's uh, it's more than that though. It's uh, the FCC has problems with uh, they have problems with what they call indecent speech, obscene speech, and profane speech. Now, with words like the the S word and the F word or the C word, uh, there's two C words. There are two C words, and with words like that, you're entering into the territory of profanity. Now, the FCC, or the F, not the FCC, but the well, yes, the FCC is now uh, up, up in the Supreme Court. Supreme Court is hearing a case in regards to profanity, so the Fleeting rules... Fleeting indecency. Fleeting indecency, excuse me. So the rules on that 
maybe changed. They might actually um, lighten up a little bit, possibly. Who knows whether, where the Supreme Court's going to come down on this. We'll certainly let you know as soon as uh, as soon we, as we find out. I don't know what our policy change might be as re- regarding that. I mean, we've always had the, uh, the the rule that if you drop one of those words. As a matter of fact, a couple of months ago, I dropped the... Uh, was it the S-bomb? Yes, you did. And, it was, and no, I, it was the F-bomb. You dropped an F-bomb, didn't you? Yeah, I think uh, something like that. I, one yeah, of the two... You really and, lost it. And I was gone from the show that... For yeah, that. we kicked you out for that night. You yeah. kicked yourself out. Actually. I kicked myself self regulation but um you know so we we do actually try to be as fair as we can so i think that if the fcc uh is forced to lighten up by the Supreme Court, I think we could remove the drop call policy and just sort of let people get by with at most one. But if they did a second one, we'd have to uh, to let it go. But right now, it's if you let out one of those special words, we just have to end the call. And the reason for that is because we can't be seen as pandering to the lowest common denominator. Now, I want to point out, as far as restricting freedom is concerned, I would... L- I- I would rather have you be able to say whatever you want to. It's my show. I would be able to make that choice, but it's not my 40 radio stations, my 42 radio stations. I don't own those, but it's my voice going out over their airwaves. And so because those radio station owners are very, very concerned about the fact that the FCC could come in and shut them down tomorrow, considering they uh, begged for a license from them, I have to protect those folks. I have to do everything I can on this program to protect those people. And because we are running live, unlike most, <clears throat> unlike most radio shows, we have to have a really tight policy as far as, uh, as far as on-air content is concerned. So if one of those words goes out, as much as I might have wanted to hear, I think last night there was some lady caller that let an yeah. S-bomb go. And I she think was, it was Saturday. Whatever. It was recent. And she, she was going somewhere. I really wanted to hear what she had to say. And it pained me to have to let go of that call. But I have to I do it. that was the one. Yeah, I, I have. I thought it was like yesterday or the day before, but anyway. But I have to do those things because otherwise, if we allow that to go on and they make another mistake, it, which has happened in the past, the reason why we we uh, we clamp down these days is because in the past we've let one guy get away with it, and then he'll you know maybe he's had a few too, few too many to drink, he's and not able to control himself. He'll drop another one right after that. So we can't allow that to go on. Otherwise, someone could look at that and say, Ah, see, these guys are encouraging it by the fact that they uh, laugh about it or whatever, and then they just keep letting it go on. That's why when it happens, we can't find it. It's not amusing. It's not funny. It's, uh, oops, you made a mistake. Sorry, you've got to go. And and that's so it. Is, we have to end it there. Is the B word okay to say? You can I, get away with that. I think that. so, yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Here's one. Here's one of the reasons why. Let me explain a little more as to the reason why uh, the S word and the F word and the two C words are more, I guess, objectionable than the other words to the FCC's eyes is because they typically are tied in, and obviously not always, but in the FCC's mind, they're tied in with uh, obscenity, obscenity, which their definition of obscenity has to do. It's very, very vague. It's very nebulous. But generally, it has to do with bodily extra, extra, extra. Scatological or Scatological or excretory functions or sexual, not necessarily even humor, but just pandering to the lowest common denominator. So if you're talking about effing and essing and you're, you yeah. know, you're talking about things like that, and you're, you're talking about it from not a clinical perspective, but pr- from a perspective of pandering in that you're doing it to, to be funny or amusing or to, uh, to attract what they consider the lowest sure. common denominator, the FCC has a real problem with that stuff. Um, so that's why somebody letting slip, that's why letting slip one F-bomb isn't the end of the world, but allowing someone to come on and even use uh, the, right. the, uh, the, the poop term that you used earlier, if you started using that in a, uh, a sexual manner or started talking of, of being very explicit about uh, that particular action as far as where you might want 
to do it, uh, then it, you can really tread into the territory of obscenity, even though you haven't actually said anything uh, profane. So I've kind of been rambling here about the FCC's rules, which I find absolutely ludicrous. I think that the marketplace should be able to decide these things. I think that even in the absence of the FCC, we'd run a relatively clean show simply because if we were filthy, like, say, Howard Stern might want to be, uh, we just wouldn't clear on as, uh, on the, on as many uh, news talk radio affiliates. We wouldn't have the uh, we wouldn't have the station count that we have today because advertisers would be very very upset about uh, being on board with uh, with a show like okay. that. So I, I hope that helps. Does that make sense? Yep. Thanks, Mark. Keep us honest. Appreciate that. And I'm glad yeah, I'm glad you called with a question because it's a good question. People might want to know those things, and we certainly don't explain ourselves every time we hang up the phone on somebody for that. I wish we didn't have to. But then again, that, then that again, one particular call, I really did want to hear what she had to say. And our lady callers too. are very valuable. You yes. know, we don't get that many, and they they come first. And, and you know, it just had to be that way. And you know, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, if it were me, I'd let them go on because people get passionate, and when they get passionate, those words come out. It's not pandering when they say those things. They're not trying to offend anybody. They're just saying what's coming to mind, and they're upset or passionate about an issue, and, and that kind of stuff generates as a result of that. And I like passion on my show. I want to keep passion on my airwaves, and so I would keep it on if I could, but, you know, I can't. Luckily, it is Free Talk Live, and, and one of the nice things about this show is we don't run on a delay. I mean, we could set that up if it came down to it, like if we had a problem with people continually calling, we have some call screening things that we can do if we get barraged by kids that just want to drop a bunch of uh, curse words on the air or something like that, which doesn't really happen on this show. But if it did happen, we it do have... happens now and then. We have screening measures that we can implement that we don't have to actually go onto a delay. But last, I mean, the very last resort would be to turn a delay on on this program, which we've never had to do, and I would prefer to not do it. I've got one sitting in my rack here in the studio, and uh, the folks over at the network have uh, have one sitting in their rack. So we could very well do that, but we don't. And I think that's pretty cool. Like the fact that you can say whatever you say is going to go on the air. We're going to hang up on you if you say something that we uh, that the FCC could get upset about. But, I mean, slander, libel, that sort of stuff, it's not my responsibility what you say. Many radio shows are very, very concerned about what their callers say. How can they have control some responsibility. what other people say? I, I, it's, I think it's ludicrous. So there's no censorship going on here. Just You have to censor yourself to some extent so we can finish your call. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And uh, those features include the, uh, the bulletin board system, the Shrine of Female listeners, the archives, those other radio talk show hosts. They charge you. For accessing their website, we give ours away. However, we do ask for your voluntary support. And so if you like the fact that we give all that stuff to you for free, then maybe you'll consider ponying up three bucks a month. Up to you. It makes a big difference for us, though, if you do it. So head over to amp.freetalklive.com. Learn more about the Free Talk Live AMP program. It stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is a simple one. The idea is you send that 3 bucks a month in, we take it into the program, reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations around the country and around the world, and spreading the message of freedom and liberty as far and as wide as possible. So if that sounds valuable to you and you want to help us out, then become an amplifier. Over at amp.freetalklive.com, 
Again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. As we continue with your phone calls, Ziggy is on the line across the pond in the UK. Hello, Ziggy. Ziggy. Hey, guys. You're on the Hi. air. Hi. Right. Well, there's one word the FCC uh, can't stop me from saying, and that's bollocks. This is true. Um, but you can't say on British radio here. No, I imagine you can't. <laughs> there's, also, there's also another word um, uh, beginning at W, which rhymes with banker. Wanker? Wanker. The Americans don't use. Now, yes. Well, I mean, we've used it, but uh, it doesn't really mean much to us. Oh, right. You can't say it then. Yeah, I just said it. Yeah, wanker. Yeah, wanker. Um, okay. This morning I woke up and the BBC had a phone in um, about who would you vote for if uh, you were living in the U.S.? Hmm. And I, uh, the vast majority of people, it was Barack. There was the odd court sure. thing, McCain. And I have something for, hold on a moment. The BBC seems to be portraying that there's only two candidates. <laughs> of course. And I know there, there is more. Now, okay, I probably would have voted for Barack if I lived in America, but I thought, no, I think I, I'm going to ring up and tell them I'd vote for Bob Barr. Hmm. So I rang up and I said, uh, I said to the researcher, right, um, I, I would have voted for Bob Barr. And he went, who? And I went, Bob Barr, he's a presidential candidate. And uh, he went, he didn't hear the second part of that. He went, oh, we're only covering presidential candidates mm-hmm. uh, 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 on this phone in. I went, he is a presidential candidate. He is standing for the Libertarian Party. And I suddenly clicked. I went, oh, yes, of course, you're the BBC, aren't you? You wouldn't want to give uh, any kudos to, 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 um, libertarian, uh, to, to libertarianism uh, um, at all. He went, oh, well, I'll pass your uh, comments on to the editor. I wonder if there are any Nader callers. <laughs> That's not, no, you see, this, this, is, this is what really pissed me off. Last week, they did interview Ralph Nader. Hmm. So, I, so they're completely I, I, closing I, 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 I out the liberty that, viewpoint. Not that Bob Barr is uh, uh, really purveying the liberty viewpoint, but they're doing everything they can to lock it out. Well, yeah, they're, they're enforcing the status quo. Sure. The, the fact is that I think that in America, you, at least at least in this country, it's, uh, I heard the guy from Canada yesterday telling about how, how tricky it was to, to stand for, for Parliament in Canada. Mm-hmm. Well, over here, it's actually very simple. You need to be over the age of 21, put up a £500 deposit, and have 10 nominations. That's it. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. And, and you know, and it surprises me why m- more people don't. I know, I know why. Come on, here's why. Because politics is nasty. It's an awful, awful uh, experience. And uh, Julia, as you know, ran for city council here in Keene, New Hampshire, uh, a year ago, and she had such a bad experience at it. uh, She'll never. She doesn't want to ever do it again. So she she doesn't want to come back. America's a different system, though. Well, no, no, yeah, no, I'm not referring... Are, no, hold on, Zig. I'm not referring to the requirements to run. The requirements were easy. You give them two bucks and you're in. Uh, the, but it was the, uh, the the nastiness of the the the, the, uh, the other candidates. Now, she didn't get it to her face, but somebody was going behind her back reporting her to the attorney genital. Uh, somebody was uh, putting out hit piece blogs on her. They were calling her work. Uh, they were workplace. attacking me during her campaign. They <laughs> were out of control uh, as far as she was concerned, and she didn't want to have anything to do with it. So I'm referring to just the nastiness in general and the, the whole realm of politics and campaigning, not necessarily the campaign financing requirements or anything like that. Yeah, fair, 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 fair point. There you go. Zig, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it as always. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Tony in California. Tony, you're on Free Talk Live. 
Hey, uh, you you just mispronounced something. Okay, what was that? Attur- you said attorney general. No, that was on purpose. General. Oh, okay. Attorney yeah, general. I got you. Yeah, that was actually Julia. She mis she mispronounced it on accident one night, and I thought it was so brilliant. I I, I took it permanently. It is brilliant. It's yes. great. Yeah. Hey, I voted. Uh, I, I I stuck it in the pot and just uh, voted for Ralph Nader. Why not? Whatever. Well, I figure not? it doesn't count for yeah. anything anyway. Right. Really. Sure. Hey, it'll keep old to... Ralph going to the end. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like uh, you know, but I'm I'm one of these people that's uh, I, I believe in uh, doing. You know everything possible uh, to for liberty, and I don't think you know, voting right now obviously is not really all that effective. No. I'd really like to see those uh, see California return to the um, uh, paper ballots. I think a couple states have returned to paper ballots. Did New Hampshire? Never went to the electronic voting up here. Oh, okay. Yes, here we have. Um, you know, they give you the choice. They either give you the choice of the electronic voting machine or the uh, Scantron type, and then of course what. Feed, uh, where does the Scantron feed right mm. into the electronic voting machine? So I felt really good about that. To give you an example of what it's like here in New Hampshire, I mean, you'll be shocked at this, I'm sure. But when you walk in to go and vote, they ask you what, who you are, you tell them who you are, and you walk in. Yeah, I didn't have to show my ID either. I was really? pretty, uh, I was pretty glad about that. In California? But, uh, wow. In Cal- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, this is uh, Santa Cruz, so it's kind of, uh, you huh. know. You know, it, they made you show ID in Florida here, but it's it's a it's a bit more on the socialist side. You know, you know, I think yeah. you probably agree with that. Uh, I, I certainly would go banana slugs. Um, the I I when I, when I went to uh, where I was, I I never had to do anything to prove as all I did is raise my hand and swear I am Mark Edgington. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think that's the way it should be, really. I, I mean, the they, problem is is that people, people the people will continue to do it. They'll go from poll to poll to poll to poll. Yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole thing just needs to be abolished. <laughs> the whole state voting and all of that stuff needs to go away. But you said you'll do anything for liberty. So, have you joined the Free State Project yet? Uh, I'm not ready for that. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> What's it going to take? <laughs> but just sign up. Like to, but what I'd like to do, though, is uh, start something to put something on the ballot for here in uh, California. So, yes, I know I'm participating in the project. I'm participating in the system, Ian. But feel free. You know, it's just I, I, I do like California. And, California uh, is beautiful. The Free State Project. Not quite ready just yet, but I am uh, listening to what you guys say, and it's all very uh, good and interesting. Uh, and I think you guys are going to be doing a pretty good job up there. And uh, it's already started. We will see some something like secession or or something like that come out of that movement. If I hope we, so too. If we secede, will you move? Oh, I don't see why I'd need to, but I mean, I'll come visit. Wow. What do you love so much about California? <laughs> you see why you'd need well, I'm to. from here. The taxes are well, I was from Florida. Yeah, it's the weather. You're saying California weather better than Florida weather? I gotta weather? say, oh, it's it is the weather. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think it's a bit too cold. Yeah, I've heard that <laughs> one before, and I no, understand Santa Cruz is... Hey, I could change my mind, so who knows? We'll Santa see. Cruz is one of the most beautiful places on the planet, I wouldn't doubt it, but uh, man, are you living in uh, you know, commie country. Yeah. Com- commie country there. Oh, well, yeah, no, no, no. There's plenty of Obama Kool-Aid drinkers out here. Oh, it's, I believe it. It's really weird. It's, it's odd to see them, you know, come... I don't know where they come from. All of a sudden, you know, I don't know, did they vote for Bush, you know, four or five years ago? I really don't know. I've been to California once. It was very nice. I uh, enjoyed my stay while I was there, as brief, as, as, brief as it was. Uh, it was in uh, part of L.A. What part of L.A. was that, Mark, that we were in? Like, By the convention? airport. Yeah, it was somewhere. Ugh. We went to a hotel in L.A. No, I don't know. It's, it's, it's nice down there, too. I mean, it's nice everywhere. I actually uh, have only driven through uh, New Hampshire. 
Well, you, you know, should come I, back sometime. I thank you for the call tonight, Tony. I appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. So you say on one hand you'll do what it takes for liberty, and on the other hand, you're in California. Yeah, there is the weather. It is nice weather, but, uh, you know, if you're going to be in chains in nice weather, I don't know if I want that. I'd rather be a little chilly and free than chained on a beach. You know where I'm coming from on that, Mark? Not much of a... The beaches in California, not that great. I mean, really? if you want great beaches, you go to Sarasota, Florida. It's the best beach in the United States. It's a nice beach out there. Um, but the, the, you know, Santa Cruz, is it's a little jungle. It's very nice. Hmm. Very nice. 1-800-259-9231. Continuing with Luke in Pennsylvania. Luke, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Luke, guys. Luke, so are you in like a, a, some sort of a transforming power station of some sort? There's an awful hum on your line. I know. It's something with my phone. I was going to ask you guys about if you could hear that. Yes. I can hear it. What's Get up? Get your point out, yeah. like, in 20 seconds. Go, because I can't tolerate yeah. this. Uh, I just wanted to remind all your uh, listeners, hey, they're both the same. They're it's, it's election night. I just figured I'd call. They're both the same, and they're both giving you empty promises. No hope in either of them. There you go. Yep, government's going to get bigger, more intrusive, more oppressive than ever, regardless of which uh, which new tyrant takes the helm. I thank you for the call tonight. Get that phone line looked at. More on the way. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial the toll-free number here as we launch into hour number three, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it is Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. We roll right into your phone calls and then uh, to the email box we'll go. But first... We talked to Julie in Kentucky. Ladies first, you are on the amp line. Hello, Julie. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Having a good day? I'm Ooh. always having a good day. I was threatened, <laughs> be, I was threatened with uh, arrest today, but it was still a good day. Well, as long as it, you didn't end up arrested, I guess that would be good. Well, um, yeah, it would have been good either way. <laughs> right. I was just calling because I, uh, I went to my polling place today, and uh, I was just... I'm very disenfranchised, mm-hmm. <laughs> to steal a term. Um, it was really weird. Um, I uh, We went and we showed our IDs, and I'm in the state of Kentucky, mm-hmm. and they have a area for a write-in. There was a paper ballot, right, where you fill in the boxes. Right. And we were like, hey, w- w- uh, can we just write anybody in? And they're like, no, you you have to write in people that are on the write-in list. What? And we're like, a write-in list? What do you mean? And they're like, well, you have to uh, submit uh, some signatures, blah, blah, to the uh, Secretary of the State of Kentucky before October, blah, blah, mm-hmm. in order to be even on the list of people that you can write in. It's silly. Do they have a copy of this list? Yeah, and we were like, so could we see it? And they're like, yeah, but it's my only copy, so here it is, and you guys look at it, 
<laughs> and and then I got to have it back. And we're looking at it going, wait a minute, you know, anyway. So it's pretty I stunning. Find it kind of funny. It's ridiculous. I, I find it really funny that the mainstream media, like all the big news channels are like, you be our eye reporter and you send us uh, information about irregularity at the polls when the system itself is so jacked up that it's, it's irregular, <laughs> yet people are buying it as something legitimate, I yeah, guess. They only want to hear about irregularities when it comes to people that wanted to vote for Obama not getting to vote. That's really <laughs> it. I don't know. It just seems so It just seems so surreal to me. Yeah, it's awful. It's so or- Orwellian. You know, it's like, it, can't I just write in, you know, Ian... <laughs> or whatever, whomever I wanted to write it. You could. You know. No, you, you can't. What are they going to do? Are they going to check your ballot? Are they gonna, what if you did? They <laughs> might very well check your val- ballot. Yeah. Ian Bernard, Mark Edge. Ian Freeman. 08. Yeah, yeah. I could have I gone there, I guess, but I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't just, accept. I, just, I would. I, well. I, I'd pick up for him. <laughs> I see. Anyway, yeah, I was... Uh, I was uh, Pondering, I I called you guys on Halloween night. We had kind of an extended conversation about the society, you know, the uh, this um, Ian's Island, I guess is, you know, the uh, oh, gosh, what what do you guys call it? A voluntary society. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Consensual and, society. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Anyway, um, I yes. had a, a scenario. Okay. Kind Shoot. of a hypothetical situation. Oh, I love these I'll, things. <laughs> go uh, ahead. When you're really good at them, you're really good at answering them. So I'll just go ahead. That's because we get the same it. ones over and over again. So go ahead. Let's oh, see which one this one know. is. I don't know. I will. Maybe you'll be original. True. I don't know. Let's go um, ahead. I lived in a really small town out west where we didn't have any police for like a year and a half. Oh my gosh! People and must so, have been murdering one another. Um. Well, not in that year no. and a half, but okay. in other years. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Anyway. So when um, the cops were around is when the murders happened. That's interesting. Actually, that yeah, one of the people that was murdered was the cop. Hmm, wow. Um, Guess they don't like anyways. cops in that town very much. <laughs> <laughs> if they kept on showing up uh, that's dead, they... Lot, that's another story. Um, anyway, the Ian's Island scenario, the hypothetical I was going to throw out was, um, let's say that in your town, this voluntary place where, you know, this is these folks are coming. I don't know. How big is your town? A thousand people? Well, Mark um, is in an area with about a thousand. As big as you want it to be. I'm in one with about okay. twenty-two thousand. So okay. your call. This is your scenario. Okay. So you you create oh, yeah. the All right. parameters. Uh, okay. So let's say that it's a town of like a thousand, okay. smaller town, and uh, Bill so and so has a business. He started this business, and he's kind of a go-getter entrepreneur. And okay. he's got a hotel on the edge of town, and his clientele are people that come and go out of town. They're not necessarily people that live there. They're just, you know, people that drop by. they got to spend the night, and the got hotel's it. right there. And That's how it works with hotels. You know, right. And so Bill um, is doing pretty good, but he has kind of a down season. You know, the winter, it's not uh, not touristy, and he doesn't mm-hmm. have as many people. So he offers uh, to do some landscaping for an old lady in town named Mildred, and he says, Mildred, uh, I'll, I'll do your landscaping for you for a thousand dollars, but uh, give me five hundred dollars up front. I need to get going. Mm-hmm. So she gives him the five hundred dollars, and then Bill never does anything. Uh-oh. He just goes back to his hotel and kind of hangs out. But there's no way to ostracize the man or like make Why? him like give him pain because 
Uh, his business isn't dependent on the town. It's dependent on people that drive through that don't know the Ah, I see where you're coming from on so that, and it's an interesting you, point. Uh, so you tell me how town would get rid of this sociopath. Well, because I, let's say Mildred comes to him with her private police security people yeah. and says, Hey, Bill, you owe me $500. You took my money, and you didn't make good on the deal. And Bill said, Yeah, I did. I came over and raked your yard. <laughs> and so what... Then what happens? There's no proof, and he's not giving Mildred the money back. She's not in the right. Well, There's no justice in your town. The word gets out. People don't want to live there. I see where you're coming from on that, and it's a good question. I would suggest that uh, certainly she would be interested in taking him to some sort of arbitrator to come down with the decision as to whether or not he actually owed, if uh, they would have to make their case. Uh, he would want to show up because he would have his reputation on the line, and I understand that you're saying that, uh, well, he doesn't have clients from within that town. However, odds are good he does do some business in other ways with people in that town. Uh, perhaps he hires a plumber to fix his hotel. He probably goes and buys food at various different places, whether restaurants or grocery mm-hmm. or whatever. And, uh, you know, so they those folks could very well ostracize that person. Uh, that You don't want to do business with a scumbag if you know he's doing scummy business with people. And that word, right, in, in a small there... town, that word travels pretty darn fast, so you wouldn't really need right. anything uh, special to spread that word. But you could make the point that, well, he could leave town to go shopping somewhere else in a bigger city, and you would be right about that. He certainly could, in which case then it would be up to the uh, various different uh, reputation ratings agencies or whatever other market agencies might possibly spring up in the event that there is some level of demand for services like uh, ostracizing somebody who's trying to be tricky about being ostracized in that this is just, I'm going out on a limb here. I don't know what this will look like because it's we're talking about the free marketplace. Your credit rating follows you all over the United States. I mean, this isn't going out too far on a limb. That's true. That's true. Oh, right. But that doesn't matter, you know. I mean, somebody driving through would have no clue about this guy. They just needed a night for rent. Well, now it I depends. Mean, you know, to rent the room. What and, you have okay. to look at here. Sure, sure. And, and you can do business uh, with, a, with a bad credit rating currently, um, and you'll live, but you'll just have trouble getting credit. And then right. you know, this reputation rating may you know, pervase, uh, pervade farther. He might have trouble making friends and uh, in town, and this lady was doing the right thing when she helped him out in the wintertime in the doldrums, so he needed those town uh, members at that time. He needed this old lady, and uh, she helped him out. He screwed her over, so she's not going to help him again. None of her friends are going to help him ever again, so if he has another bad winter, he's screwed uh, in that particular uh, time. So whereas if he had good relationships with his neighbors and honored his agreements, he'd probably make it through some tough times, whereas the next time tough times come around, he's going to have a real difficult time and might end up having to close up shop and sell his business. So the ostracism can be pretty significant, uh, especially in a small could, town like except, that. Plus, you can, take mean, it, I, you can take it as far as you want to. I mean, I understand it was only $500, so it may only be worth so much effort, but if he keeps screwing people, then they could, I mean, they could buy a plot of land across the street from him or something like that, or maybe one of the people that doesn't like him, is because a lot of people aren't going to like him if he's screwing old ladies over. So the guy across the street might put up a billboard across the street from him saying, this guy screwed an old lady or whatever. Don't don't stay at his hotel. Someone could open up a hotel down the street, undercut his prices. I mean, there's all kinds of things that could happen in response uh-huh. to somebody being scummy like that. Thanks for the call, Julie. Appreciate uh, uh-huh. the scenario. 800-259-9231. And I'm sure we're just scratching the surface of what's possible. I mean, if you have an agency that it's their job to, uh, to establish reputation ratings for people, and there are other agencies out there that'll help ostracize, like their job, 
job is to help you ostracize people. Who knows what innovations the market could come up with to, to help with that? It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. As we continue with your phone calls, uh, also um, want to tell you about FunKnobs.com first. It's a new online store featuring whimsical decorative knobs and poles, and it's open for business. FunKnobs.com is catered toward consumers looking to give the playroom, kids' room, bathroom, or even the kitchen a unique and fun flair. Toll-free phone customer service is available at 1-877-820-9224. That's 877-820-9224 for FunKnobs.com, the creation of parent company InterKnobs.com, and online since 2000. Again, that's funknobs.com as we continue here and talk to John in New York. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, John. John, hey, hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, I hear that uh, Senator Sununu up there in New Hampshire went down. Uh, Well, uh, right now, according to the New Hampshire Public Radio Association, uh, he has 43% of the vote with 17% reporting. So it's still, still anybody's game, but it doesn't really matter anyway, does it? I mean... Sununu was a scumbag. Janine Shaheen, the the challenger, also a scumbag. So you know, what are you going to do? He not only he not only voted for that bailout, but he was on TV uh, announcing it and promoting it. Uh, so how was how he uh, rated by New Hampshire Liberty Alliance? I have no idea. I, I don't, don't think, think they the rate. I don't think nationals. the NHLA would uh, would rate him, but the RLC rates him. I think the highest in the United States Senate. Yeah. But the reason, but the way that they rate them is, of course. One vote, one point, and he has the most amount of points. So he'll vote on lots of, you know, he has, he's voted quite well on lots of little issues. But then when big things like the Iraq War, FISA, uh, you know, a $2 trillion bailout, bailout, when those things come along, man, he drops the ball. Right, so the, suppo- he, the so-called he's, he's, most he's libertarian He's like a running back senator. that you can go to until it's Dutch touchdown time. So, you know, he's supposedly the most libertarian senator, but that's just a big joke. And it really just goes to show how much of a big joke the 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 whole idea that any of these people in Washington D.C. outside of Ron Paul are even worth looking at or considering as far as uh, being liberty oriented. I agree. Well, it should be a very interesting year. Thanks, John. Appreciate the call tonight. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's go in a different direction, Mark. Oh, wait. Before we do that, though, some uh, interesting results coming in on some of the ballot initiative questions. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't really care too much about which politician wins what, but the the ballot initiatives are kind of intriguing, and we've certainly talked about some of them over time. I'm I'm relying on the Free Talk Live uh, Amplifier chat room here to get this information, uh, so you're welcome to check it as you uh, are interested. Our crack team. <laughs> yes, uh, Slim in New York, in fact, is uh, our crack. Oh, uh, it's right there. Crack man. Uh, I don't know if that's a nice term. But anyway, Slim uh, is saying that in Massachusetts, this is big news here, uh, we've talked about the Massachusetts repeal of the income tax measure that is on the ballot as it was, I believe, was it 2002 or 2004? They'd done this before, and they put the repeal of the income tax measure on the ballot in Massachusetts a few years back, and it, it really did well. I mean, Massachusetts, you wouldn't think do that great but 45 i would think if you give people the option of taxing themselves and with an income tax that they would go ahead and say no 
Yeah, but no thanks. Yeah, cut that out, please. Uh, 45% of them did say no back in the early part of this decade. Only 45%. Well, I mean, it's Massachusetts, after all. Uh, And in fact, it's apparently... Hold on, 45% said yes, or 45% said said, no? uh, Yes, excuse me. If if I said said no, then I I apologize. It was 45% approved the repeal of the income tax in Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, so it didn't that, pass because did not no, pass. because the, the you know the 55% said no we do not approve the repeal. Correct. Now, uh, according to Slim, he says that at at this point uh, there are only 22% of the precincts reporting in Massachusetts, but it is not a good indication uh, because 70% are now saying no. So we don't have the final word, uh, but that's a pretty tough one to uh, swing back the other way. 70% is a pretty decisive number, even at 22% reporting. So it seems like you can call that a day, uh, a no. So here's what I want to know: is are these people that worked so hard? on this in Massachusetts going to uh, stay in Massachusetts. Huh? Carla Howell. Carla Howell and Michael Cloud, two really, really great uh, liberty activists down there. Uh, Michael Cloud. They can get some stuff done. Michael Cloud was the campaign manager for uh, Harry Brown's 2000 campaign. He kind of went around with Harry uh, as he was traveling around. Harry Brown, the presidential candidate for the Libertarian Party at that time. Uh, Michael Cloud was kind of his MC. Whenever Harry would go somewhere, Michael would uh, would get up and introduce him. And uh, Carla Howell also been very, very involved in uh, the libertarian movement. So these are two of the some of the bigger-name libertarians, and they have been pushing this for years in Massachusetts. They've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to get the income tax repealed down there, and if it goes down in flames to the tune of 70% this time out, I mean, the second time around, you'd think it would do better because they'd have, a, you know, people be more familiar with it, more likely to pass, more people talking about it. Can you believe that these socialists want to be taxed? Please Give us an income tax. Please, please. It's crazy. I'm getting an update here, Mark. It's now 27% reporting, and it's 69% no. So it's the same thing. 70% no previously. 69% saying keep the income tax. 69% saying no way. We don't want you to repeal the income tax. It's like you can't talk sense to these people. They Well, here's what the problem is, Mark, and it's the same it's the same in Massachusetts as it is everywhere else. The government has the same playbook. The people that are, the, that are calling themselves government have the same exact playbook, and they always trot out the same old uh, canards every single time whenever there's a, th- a threat of a budget cut. And that's what the income tax repeal was. Essentially, eliminating the income tax in Massachusetts would take the state government's budget back down to 1999 levels. So they would be spending the same amount of money they spent they did in 1999. In 1999, as though the government wasn't too big in Massachusetts right. in 1999. Right. As though they weren't calling it Taxachusetts in 1999. As though they didn't have schools less than a de- decade ago. Right. As though the schools are going to go anywhere because they always say that the schools, the That's police, their tactic. firemen, right. all these things that have the really great press. It has nothing to do with all the bull crap that they spend it on and bureaucrats and wasted money and uh, inside deals and all that other stuff. Nothing to do with that as though you didn't have schools less than a decade ago it's ludicrous but they don't pay attention to that the voters don't pay attention to that stupid right and i'm sorry this is this is the whole problem with democracy maybe these people are the best people because they've got feet on the ground experience to make decisions for their own lives However, I've got to say, they've got no reason to be making a decision for mine. And on these uh, ballot initiatives where you're saying we should have an income tax, you can have an income tax. Take a whatever amount of your percentage of your paycheck mm-hmm. you want to take and give it to whomever you wish. 
Yeah, have but a blast. don't take it from me. So, uh, so the, the the tactic is the same. It's always trotting out the uh, the scare tactics of oh my god, if you in Massachusetts if you vote yes on this initiative to repeal the income tax, you hate children, you hate the police. You hate the fire department, the roads. They're, they're, we're going to have to cut the budget. We're going to have to shut down roads. All the kids, sorry, we're just not going to have as much school. That's right. No one will get an education. They they'll won't get we'll only be able to teach them half of the alphabet. Right. Sorry, they'll just, only be able to right. add to ten. Well, and it's everywhere. It's not just Massachusetts. Remember, it's, it also happens with tax increases. Remember down in Florida, Mark, where they had the like it was a school tax. It was a penny. Gonna, for, give a penny to the kids or something. Right. They had cheerleaders on the corner. Do it for me. Do it for as though me. This, as this, though this 16-year-old moron yeah. who knows nothing better than to shave her legs and that's it. <laughs> you know, she's, she, knows whether, she knows whether or not uh, you need a tax. More on the way. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. The toll-free number for you is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free. We've got a lot of them, including the bulletin board system with over 400,000 posts. It's a lot to talk about there. Serious issues, fun stuff. You'll find it all free at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. This spring break, the Institute for Humane Studies is offering free seminars. Uh, During March, you'll be able to join other libertarians from across the country for an intense and interdisciplinary exploration of classical liberal and libertarian thought. Participation free. The IHS picks up the tab on housing and meals during the conference. Apply now to attend the seminar at the University of California in Santa Cruz or Emory University in Atlanta, Georgia. Visit libertarianseminars.com for more information. It's open to undergraduates, graduate students, recent graduates. And uh, the deadline to apply for early acceptance is November the 15th. LibertarianSeminars.com. So apparently the bigots down in Florida are uh, looking at banning gay marriage down that way and uh, another couple of the ballot initiatives that are you somewhat know, of interest. S- Sarasota is ground zero for the gay bomb in, uh, in Florida, and I, I, I would say that Key West has a, has a good percentage also. And, uh, you know, I hope they pick up and say, you know, I'd rather live in California or wherever. And they Come leave. on up to New Hampshire. But, um, I would be fine with me, but... They're living in Florida for a reason, right? <laughs> you know. I know that Dale from AnarchyInYourHead.com would like to invite them up here to New I'm sure that I'm sure that he would. But I hope they take their haircuts and their cultural, you know, they, they're big into their the, businesses. They a lot of gay people absolutely. run businesses. Um, and the plays there, are, as far as the the actors and that yeah. kind of thing, huge in Sarasota. I hope they just pack up and leave Florida. Screw you rednecks and your crappy, stupid morals uh, where you jam them down other people's yeah. throats. You know, these people think they're so sanctimonious with their, their religious reasons. Oh, God said a marriage is between a man and a woman. Oh, is that so? Did Jesus come to save us? You know, he came to save our souls and everything. But didn't he come to, you know, go after the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the religious leaders that would stone people? 
for their uh, for disobeying and breaking their religious law. Wasn't it Jesus who was coming after those religious leaders and those people that would jam their religious laws down other people's throats? That's what it seems like to me. It seems like to me that where the Bible said that, you know, false prophets and, and the majority of people would go after the Antichrist and all that stuff, I think Christianity's done it. I think it's turned on its head, and they're the exact opposite of what Jesus would, would do. I think you might be right about that. Let's continue here, and uh, let's talk. I mean, when you say Christianity, you mean like the organized religion Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. At the vast majority of Christians that would yeah. uh, would would vote in order to uh, get their agenda across. Let's talk like to in Florida. Ira in New Jersey, you are on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ira. What's on your mind tonight? Hello. Hey, Ira, you're on the air. Go ahead. Uh, how you doing? What do you guys think of the uh, election? I'm watching uh, NBC News. I mean, is it just a big charade to you? And it was all. All programmed for Obama and oh, I don't know about that. I mean, it's uh, I don't know if it was programmed, uh, but it is a charade. I mean, the idea that there's some sort of significant difference between Obama and McCain is pretty ludicrous. I mean, yeah, yeah you know, is, McCain yeah. wants to continue a hundred-year war, but Obama wants to create a national service program the same size as the military. I mean, either way you slice it, you're talking about bad news for freedom. But I'm finding some disparities here that I really don't like. Illinois, five uh, percent reporting, and they're calling it for. Obama. That same, sounds easy. But um, Indiana, there's 57% reporting, and it's it looks like it's clearly going to be McCain, and they won't report it for McCain. It, it seems no, they. they won't report it for McCain. CNN.com. No, okay. That's they. they. Ohio, was just, Ohio was just reported for Obama. That, that was the key. Ohio was, as you know, Ohio was stolen four years ago. So. Yeah, well, so, so they say. I don't know. Well, so there you go. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, I've done research, gone through evidence. It was stolen. There's, uh, the a, there ex- was, a, there are a lot of evidence out there. The, polls, the pre-election polls and the exit polls four years ago, they didn't call it for anybody until like after they did a computer crash. And then oh. the computers come up at one, two in the morning. Then they called it. It's not like John Kerry was going to pull out of Iraq either. So, but but, I mean, you know, here's here's what's bothering me about this is though is uh, Obama is getting they're they're reporting 194 electoral votes uh, for Obama. So they're saying he's winning the majority of the states here, but he's got basically 200 less than 200,000 votes uh, more than McCain. So it's 49-50 race here, and they're calling the vast majority of uh, elect- all, Obama's basically almost there. They've almost called the election for Obama, and we're still, you know, it's 9.30 at night. As I recall, they called the election pretty early uh, four years ago. They're always making predictions like that. Well, they, and they were wrong in 2000. You don't think it's you don't think it screws the votes out west? I don't know, man. I don't really know about that. That's a good question. I don't know if anyone's ever really looked into that. So, as far as my uh, concern about all this, nah. I mean, it's just another political game they're playing, and it seems to me to be. Uh, the American people seem to put in uh, in eight-year cycles recently. I mean, you've got eight years of uh, Clinton, eight years of Bush, and now it's going to be you know eight years of uh, Barack Obama. That's probably what's going to happen. And then by that time, uh, by that time, probably old Jeb Bush will be running for president. And we'll have another Bush in after that. How's that sound? You still there? He's gone. I can see oh. when when you know how to watch corporate media. I can see how this is controlled. I saw it four years ago when they when the so-called returns came in. Kerry should have won easily. Florida was easily. Florida was stolen. Had a five percent lead in the polls, 
and the exit polling. And uh, well, who was it? I mean, who, it doesn't look stolen. like it doesn't look like they're going to steal Florida this year from the Democrats, yeah. does it? <laughs> I don't know. At this point, Florida doesn't matter because well. all he has to do is win California, Oregon, and Washington, and it's over. None of it really matters. You know what's interesting? What'll be interesting to me, just as a curiosity, as somebody who resigned my membership in the Libertarian Party earlier this year, out of uh, this year, out of disgust for uh, how they've been completely subverted. It'll be interesting to see how old Bob Barr does when uh, when all said and done here, because the claim has always been from the uh, the moderates in the Libertarian Party has always yeah. been that well we need to we need to uh, water down the message and uh, not really talk about pure liberty because we need more votes. And so it'll be interesting to see will Bob Barr get any significant number of votes higher than Harry Brown might have gotten back in the the year 2000 or Michael Badnara got in 2004. I am interested in seeing those numbers because. I highly doubt it. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. And, of course, if it's true that Bob Barr does not do as well as Harry Brown or barely better than Harry Brown, then it's proof proof positive that watering down the liberty message doesn't do jack squat to bring more people out to vote for it. A watered-down message, that is. 1-800-259-9231. They're calling Minnesota for Obama and... It's 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 crazy. All right, so what zero percent of the precincts reporting? Here's what and I want you to Obama's do. Obama's got half of the three thousand votes that they've got. Here's what I want you to do, Mark. Take the states that you're concerned about here that you mentioned, and go over to Fox News, the other slanted, because we know CNN slanted towards uh, the the left, and Fox I, I, News is slanted towards the right. My computer can't handle it. Okay. Well, you give me the list of the names of the states, and I'll go poke around. We'll see if uh, if how Fox News is calling things compared to how CNN is calling things. Not that it really matters. Not that any of this really matters. But, hey, it's election night. What else is there to do? That's what you're calling in about. That's what we talk about. Uh, we continue with your calls. Eric is on the line in Alabama. Eric, you're on Free Talk Live. Marlon? You are. What's on your mind? All right. Um. I have a, I used to be a minarchist there for a while, and then I found um, the Free Domain Radio with Stefan Molyneux. Yes. I was uh, listening to his podcast, and, you know, he says just, you know, you've already taken the steps to uh, get the state as small as possible. Why not take that last leap? Why not? And uh, that, that makes complete sense to me. And I look at just uh, human nature, you know, I, I can already see that, uh, you know, to me it seems that in an anarchist society you would actually have more peace just due to the way it works. Well, the, but, um, the position of the minarchist is ludicrous. I mean, I know. I used to be one. Uh, it's ludicrous in that you've essentially come out and said, well, I don't think government can do anything right except for yeah. uh, the police and the military. And, you know, they usually have one that's or two not, other programs. That, that's like. not the position of minarchists. It's oh, not saying, come you're on. You're not saying that the government can do it right. You're only saying You that think it should do those things. No, no, no. You, minarchists understand that government doesn't do things very well. In fact, piss poor usually. And, it's uh, inefficient. And yes, and it's dangerous. And hang on, we're going to bring you back for more. I know you have more to say here, You're Eric. talking about uh, giving over the monopoly uh, privilege on force. That's going to be violence in an anarchist society, too. I'm not sure what you're referring to. Anyway, more on Shooting the way here. people in the head. 800-259-9231. That is definitely what governments have done over uh, the years. And so the minarchists say, essentially, that uh, they you know that they think government's pretty bad, but it needs to do certain things. So why they uh, believe that, I don't know. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Thank you. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free. So enjoy those on us. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, we need you to vote for us. Forget all this national voting crap. It is a bunch of crap. Your vote doesn't make a difference there, uh, but it does for us. If you go to podcastawards.com, scroll down to the political category, choose Free Talk Live, uh, scroll down a little further, enter your name and email address, click one of the selection boxes, and click Submit. You might be sent an email to verify that you are indeed a real person, but once that's done, you're in. Your uh, vote has been cast, but you can vote again tomorrow and the next day. And that's it, because voting ends on November 6th. So head on over to podcastawards.com. Cast the vote that makes a difference for Free Talk Live in the political category. We would really appreciate it. Again, podcastawards.com. Vote for Free Talk Live in the political category. You know, Mark, I'm looking here. We're going to get right back to uh, Eric, but I'm looking here at uh, what you were saying. Uh, about the uh, the polling thing, uh, the, or the uh, the CNN calling all these various different states for Obama. And I went to Fox News uh, just to see if they would be calling in the reverse, like if they would be calling a bunch of states for McCain. Uh, and you know what? Credit to Fox News. They haven't called anything yet. Well, it, 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 some of them, uh, you're getting pretty close. Indiana is uh, 75% of the precincts recorded. Of course, it's very close there, so I, I don't know. That but they haven't anything. called it yet. Right. I no, know I'm looking at the map here, and in uh, in Fox News land, they haven't called I a single state. I think you can, um, with 87% of the precincts reporting in Kentucky, uh, and it's 57, 42. They're not making calls on, uh, on Fox. I'm just saying, credit to them for not jumping the gun. That's I think that's good because uh, CNN, MSNBC, Politico, these are the three websites I went to, uh, which seem to have sort of a leftist slant, are calling all kinds of states all over the place. So there's definitely some inconsistencies out there. And, I don't and the make inconsistencies like... seem to be on Obama's side. I mean, they're they're calling the electoral votes uh, 194 to uh, 69 here, but the there's only 300 less than 300,000, a little over 200,000 uh, votes separating McCain and Obama. I mean, it's a tight race, and they're calling all these big states for yeah. Obama. I, 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 why don't why don't they just go ahead? At Politico, they've, they've got more than 200 uh, electoral votes. Is that correct for Obama? I mean, why don't they just go ahead and call the no, race for Obama? No, well, one of them, MSNBC, excuse me, MSNBC, okay. they have more than 200. They might as well just call the race for Obama and send the news guys home. <laughs> I mean, I don't know I, I don't know why we're bothering to check on this. It's a clear that Obama's already won. Right. You know, not that it, any of it really matters. Uh, again, I don't want to make it sound, if somebody's just tuning in, don't want to make it sound like uh, I really care which one Well, I mean, it's an interesting wins. horse race uh, uh, to but, see which tyrant but, but, we will get. But, well, no, what is interesting is to see how the media is spinning this. That's what's interesting about this is to see how obvious it is that they're taking a side and of course people will point out that well the uh, certain entities in the media have been taking sides for a long time so why are you guys surprised I guess I'm not surprised. Because people it's don't just, seem to believe you. Right. You it's know? just clear. The like evidence they, is they clear. They look at the news and they believe that it's the news and it's not the news. It's the spin. Eric is back with us in Alabama. You're back on Free Talk Live. Go ahead with your thoughts. All right. Um, well, as far as um, having an anarchist society actually put into place, you know, there have only been a handful of them in the world, you know, since that we know of. And uh, so it seems natural for humans to gravitate towards some form of government. Um, it seems it seems that if you are going to have an anarchist society, everybody that that lives there would would sort of want that common goal, you know, sort of has, you know, thoughts against having a state in charge of them anyways. 
Yeah, yeah. The ideal would be uh, to have people have a paradigm shift and come to the understanding that the state is a violent, awful uh, idea, and that it needs to be left behind with the uh, the rest uh, the rest of bad, awful ideas that we've left behind, like slavery, or at least uh, that it's you know uh, it's not nice to tell your neighbor what they um, how to live their life. Exactly. Now, um, how how would you implement that? Like even in New Hampshire, how do you actually take that step? Is if if you have people that are so used to having a state, and it seems like it's human nature to gravi- gravitate towards a state. How do you get that, and how do you maintain it? It's a tricky. Uh, it's a good question and a tricky proposition. I think that there's no real answer at this point. I mean, we can be very vague about how that might happen. I can give it a shot. I'll take a crack. The same way um, you make a garden grow. You plant seeds. You water it. You let the sun shine, and it'll happen. Okay, now let me see if I can expand on that a little bit. Uh, the idea, of course, we know that uh, in New Hampshire, liberty activists are moving in here all the time. Now, not all of them are uh, are free marketeers or consensualists, voluntarists or anarchists, whatever you want to call them. Uh, a number of them are minarchists. However, what we've inter- inter- interestingly, what we've seen is that a number of the minarchists are coming up here and burning out on politics because they're seeing all of the fun that the uh, the outside the system folks are having, and they're coming on board. Uh, the former vice pre- uh, the vice chair of the Libertarian Party, Sandy Pierre, has uh, withdrawn her candidacy to run again for the Libertarian Party's uh, chairmanship, and she is completely uh, getting out of the realm of politics altogether. So we've seen that happen. We've seen uh, the, the former president of the Free State Project endorsing, uh, out, essentially endorsing, outside of the, the system activism, market-based activism, uh, in a recent letter that, uh, that he wrote online. And so I think that what we're going to see is we're going to see a shift where a lot of the activists, the liberty activists, start coming on board with outside-the-system market activities. And some of that's going to result probably in some political change. Of course, the politicos are probably going to have some success uh, in their own right. They already are with the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance at nhliberty.org. You can go learn more about them there. But they're going to see some success and uh, that's going to result in, you know, of course, chipping away at the state from the inside. We're going to see the outside-the-system folks chipping away at the state from the outside. At the same time, there's going to be outreach going on. People are going to be talking about liberty again. We're going to have discussions. People are going to bring their friends and their family members and their coworkers on board. And, you know, one person at a time, one heart, one mind at a time, people are going to have to be brought on board with these ideas. Now, of course, not everybody's going to want to come on board, which is fine. You know, if you want to have someone uh, run your life and tell you, what to do you're certainly welcome to do those things uh, and the, a lot of the people i think you're going to see move out i think a lot of the mass holes that have come in uh the, expecting to have uh, to kind of take over here and bring their massachusetts ways up to new hampshire are going to be very frustrated by the fact that all of these liberty activists are getting in their way the liberty activists are uh, standing in the way of their uh, their prog- the progression of the state and hopefully they'll get frustrated to the point where they'll just move back down to massachusetts or back to new york or wherever it is that they came from and, of course, that'll just make it all the easier to advance liberty. Uh, so I don't know if it's – I don't know how gradual it's going to be and if at some point we're going to hit a, a point of saturation and then all of a sudden things start to happen really fast. I mean, that's certainly a possibility. I mean, nobody expected the Berlin Wall to come down uh, when it did real quick like that. So nobody expected the fall of uh, the, the Soviet Union in the way that that, 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 that happened. So it's really hard to sit I here now this, and speculate. I would think the state would have to uh, wither and die as opposed to uh, disappearing it like probably the Berlin will. Wall. That, that, that's probably true. I mean, that's what the uh, the agorists have been predicting for years. The idea that uh, one of the other, thing, other things you'll see is the market activists will create alternatives to the government. Uh, so they'll create, you know, private road crews. They'll create, uh, they'll create private police, private protection 
collection agencies, various different things, uh, private banks, things that will compete with the establishment and the status quo. And then people will um, see the benefits of going with those private agencies. They'll switch over. They'll uh, have the courage to withdraw their taxes and not and just stop paying them. Because I think that if we had enough people just stopping paying taxes or paying only a portion of uh, property taxes... I think that would do an amazing thing to advance liberty in our lifetime, but we have to get enough people here who have the courage to do something like that. So the more activists we have, the more courage we'll see, the more activism we'll see, the more people will come on board. And remember, what we're dealing with here, for the most part, are the sheeple. I mean, let's be honest. The people that are out there voting in this election today that are all excited about their candidates, they don't have any idea what they're out there voting for. They have no idea what they are doing. But, the guy with the nice teeth. Right, but they understand that, hey, we have to vote for one of these two, so let's pick one and vote for them. I mean, that's what they understand. Yay. So soon they'll understand that this liberty thing is pretty cool and that it makes sense and that there are a lot of people who are friends of theirs that are on board with this liberty idea. Hey, that liberty thing sounds pretty cool. All right, let's get on board with that, whatever that means, whether it means voting or just you know not opposing us as we're doing what we're doing. So a lot can happen. It's hard to say specifically what it will be, but I can tell you that with enough activists in one geographic location, as we're going to have here in New Hampshire, as we're starting to build the ranks already, there are going to be amazing things that are going to happen here in New Hampshire that are just not going to go on anywhere else. How will it all play out? Who will, uh, you know, who, what will the success stories be? Hard to say at this point, but I'm sure I sure am excited to be here, sitting here on this radio show six nights a week, and having the opportunity to talk about not only talk about it, but also experience it and be a part of it. And I think it's really exciting. And I hope that you'll come up at some point, Eric, and uh, join all the fun. Yeah, I got a I got a couple years left in the military actually, but I've signed up already. So fantastic. We'll see you here, and I thank you Thanks for the for call tonight. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the number for us. Uh, we are about out of time. Of course, uh, tomorrow we'll know for sure whether or not Massachusetts passed their uh, their income tax thing, which it doesn't look like they are. More of the precincts reporting, and it's like still 70% saying, uh, no, we still want our income tax. So Incredible. You know, you Massachusetts people that work so hard on that, get the hell out of there. You don't have to move that far to get to New Hampshire. We could be backed up with all kinds of activism. You could really help us out up here. Because this is where liberty is going to be born. That's my opinion. Hope you'll agree. Join us at freestateproject.org if you want to come on board with the activism. Otherwise, just keep listening at freetalklive.com, and uh, you'll hear all about it. See you tomorrow night. Online in the meantime, freetalklive.com. Men, are you urinating more frequently? Do you wake up to urinate? Now, be honest. Is your sex drive what it used to be? Don't ignore the warning signs. Prostate problems begin around age 40. And by 60, one out of every two men will have these symptoms, and they do not go away. Take Super Beta Prostate. It has 3,000 times more concentration of the key ingredient in saw palmetto. It's so powerful, you'd have to take 100 saw palmetto capsules in order to get the same health benefits of one Super Beta Prostate. Try it risk-free for 30 days and give your prostate the nutrition it needs. For a risk-free trial of Beta Prostate, call 1-800-246-6204. That's 1-800-246-6204. With Super Beta Prostate, you get results or you get your money back. Call 1-800-246-6204. That's 1-800-246-6204.